Uh, uh, Hello on. and welcome to the Three Dudes Podcast. Wait. Yes. That's what it is. That's that sure is. That's who we are. How's everybody doing this week? I'm I'm alive, man. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 No, real real talk, I'm doing I'm doing okay. Good. I'm doing Good. all right. <sighs> yeah, me too. You feeling all right? Um Despite the fact that for a lot of reasons we should probably be doing especially not that well, Ben, considering last night's probably inevitable but certainly crushing hey. loss uh, to the Washington Capitals. You know, we lost to the know, Lightning, so no one, yeah. n- no team can be on top forever, man. I'm just glad. Uh, yeah. I'm just glad we, you know, it was a good run. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just. I'm glad the Flyers got. That's all that matters. Eliminated. <laughs> That's all that matters. That's and that we matters. were the and that we were the motherfuckers to do That's it. That's right. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what. Like I got this uh, this 2018 Boston shirt. Yeah. Stylized in the cityscape with all the names of everybody. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, good. I got it the day after they got eliminated. So <laughs> cool. Yeah. Radical. Yeah. yeah fuck it. Uh, you know whatever. I mean, the day before would have been a little sadder. Yeah, the I day after so. you still got to go. No, I want this. Yeah, Fuck it. yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Ra- yeah, round two ain't for nothing though. You know, it's it's right. And I mean, I mean, Cassidy is going to be around there for a while. Oh, I think yeah, he yeah. he is he is definitely going to make that team into into Stanley Cup contenders oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, they'll yeah. be there. Yeah, you know what? It's not. But so I guess we should you know congratulate the uh, the the winners. Uh, yeah. You know, shout out to the Caps. Uh, yeah, like you yeah. said, except for Tom Wilson. Except Tom Wilson. Goon. Except Tom Wilson, who just this moment stood up off the toilet, leaned in to wash his hands in the sink, fell, and broke his fucking jaw. <laughs> or at least that's my hope. Yeah. I it's... keep envisioning fun ways for Tom Wilson to break his fucking jaw. <clears throat> Did you know Tom Wilson uh, can't achieve orgasm without thinking of Dora the Explorer? <laughs> you said that. <laughs> I just wanted to put it on air because it's, yeah. it's that's a real fact about Tom Wilson. It's a little known fact, and he does that. I'm the map. I'm the map, map. thing. <laughs> Here we have true facts uh, about Tom Wilson. <laughs> um, the whole time just jerking he, off, talking like he's. He the has map. a pointy yeah. beak, but pointy uh, <laughs> beak. But congrats to the Caps, though. Ovi's Ovi's got a good heart yeah. to him. Yeah. Um. I've always I've always been. Uh, Particularly fond as well of Jay Beagle. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. TJO, she's a solid player. Yeah, right. Got to give it to him. Congrats to those guys. Yeah, they they're, played they're, really well. Uh, like, like, to the point that, like, you know, even the the last, before last night's game, the game before I was going, no, actually, you know, we might be in real trouble here. Yeah. 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 The, yeah, the team can't be on top forever. Two's fantastic the first yeah, first team to, row. I mean, that's unheard yeah. of in in modern nhl i mean that's yeah. right yeah no team has done that since uh what the 98 red wings right mm, well no the hawks won two back to back no they it was separated by uh by uh i think the kings oh yeah you're right well yeah. no they won two back to back before that Oh, okay. I don't think they did. did yeah, they? I thought they won two, and then the Kings, and then the Hawks again. No, no, no. We no, bring you the three dude stats corner. <laughs> no, no, because just I, the stats. Because I, I remember, stats. I remember seeing that the last team to to win two in a row was the '98 Red Wings. Hmm. Um, stats. But anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, regardless, yeah, yeah you're con- right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats to them. Yeah. Uh, uh, Definitely, we're 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 looking at you know certainly not the Eastern Conference Championship we'd hoped for, 
But it's, I was just telling Dave, it's going to be a wacky one. I think it's going to be a high scoring conference series. It's going to be goofy and nutty. And yeah. I, and it's going to be, it's, there's going to be a lot of dudes falling over each other. Oh yeah. Trying to, trying to like showcase their offensive powerhouses. Yeah. It's going to yeah. look like every team is the team, the Harlem Globetrotters beat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, cause, cause you gotta, whoever wins has got to be ready to take on either Vegas or Nashville. Yeah, presumably. Well, presumably Nashville, but well, pre- Nashville forced, had to force game. Game seven against yeah. Winnipeg, but they have them in Nashville. So yep. That's a big advantage for the Preds. This is mm-hmm. this is going to be an intense. That's Thursday at eight. Thursday I am going to watch the shit I out of that game. Too. I still maintain that the Predators and the Knights have been on a collision course yeah, since the playoffs started. For sure, it's going to um, be a very good. God, we're going to see what happens in this game seven. I, I though. think. I think. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. Winnipeg's playing their hearts out. Man. Yeah. They're, they're oh yeah. Ass. If the Preds and the Knights. Are the final? How yeah. how cool would that be? That'd be great. How cool? How great would that be? It's gonna be some real fucking high intensity play. Yeah, yeah. that that is gonna be the the series. So the Eastern Conference Final. I say it's gonna be high scoring. That's gonna be nothing compared to the Western Conference yeah. Final. Yeah, not by a long shot. That's that's gonna you're gonna see like. I, I I would hope you'd be seeing scores like you know final scores like six to five yeah. or like yeah. you know it's either going to be that or it's going to be scores like one to nothing yeah. you know right. what I mean like right. it's yeah. either going to be you got the two I, as far as I'm concerned the two best goaltenders playing the game right now sure sure facing off against each other so yeah yeah pretty well, we'll good s- we'll see what kind of a yeah. case too that uh, that Hellebuck can make because yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know. I'm 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 eager. I'm eager to see what the Western Conference turns into. It's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be great. Can be I great. update you guys on uh, McDouble Watch? Yeah, please yeah. do. Please do. It's a three dudes McDouble Watch fanatic. McDouble Watch. After that beautiful intro, I have zero news on the McDouble. However, <laughs> in, I just thought I would update you. My personal war against McDonald's is still ongoing. Yeah. I received yeah. a, a coupon sheet in the mail for their new fresh beef burgers. They had like a buy one, get yeah. one coupon. Oh, you're, you're not fooling anyone. That's about Wendy's thing, McDonald's. I threw it away. I immediately <laughs> yeah, threw it them. in the garbage. You're not Wendy's. You will never. No. It's like it's like the stepfather trying to live up to the dead father. <laughs> oh, my you God. You will never. You will never live up to them. Oh, my God. Don't even try and be my dad. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You, you Quit are, trying to be my dad. You would better be my dad, McDonald's. <laughs> Quit trying to be my dad. My dad took me for a Dave's Classic and a Frosty. Yeah. What the fuck is this Big Mac shit? So, yeah, McDonald's war is still ongoing. <laughs> still ongoing. Yeah. Um, no news. No sight of the McDouble. It's not coming back. Well, no thanks news. For, thanks for that compelling update. Um, <laughs> yeah, thought I would give you a little bit of news yeah. there, a little something. There's I, I, no news. I guess I have some news. I uh, I yes, just got approved. Uh, Trisha and I just got approved for our apartment today. Yeah. Woo! Good Woo! shit. Yeah. So we uh, we're gonna be and like not only are we approved for the apartment. I have uh, the rest of May and June's rent paid for. That's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be great. 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 I have um, uh, July will be paid soon after that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then uh, not only uh, am I, you know, approved for the apartment, I'm fucking moving in on Monday. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. like, we thought it was going to be at least a month for them to get something ready. It's crazy how, like, stuff like that happens where you, you like, like when I, I remember when I had to get a car and it's just like, I need a car and I need it now. And then it's like later I'm driving away with the car going, I can't believe this happened. Yeah, right. Yeah. How do I have this? This is what's happening with me in this, this IT certification I'm trying for. Yeah. I, I I thought I'd be studying for this for months. I'm close to the end of the study guide. I'm pretty confident. Confident. If I can nail some practice exams online, I, I should be ready to, to schedule yeah. an exam by like next yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Like, it's like awesome. All of this, incidentally, uh, we're, we're going to put a little hold on because this goes along with what my topic is going to be later. OK. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's really cool. That's one of those things about being an adult is you can just go do this stuff. Yep. Like all that stuff when you were younger that you thought would be holding you back uh, uh, is not actually holding you back. Morty. You can Morty. You can <laughs> just you can just do it like. Yeah. Like if I wanted to, I can go to the gas station at eight in the morning, get a twelve pack of Miller Lite and uh, a pint of <laughs> Haagen Dazs ice cream, yeah. and I can just yeah. have that for breakfast, and nobody's going to tell me not <laughs> yeah. to do that right. for sure. Like, like I've been, I've been uh, <laughs> agonizing over over like this job search because like it seems like. People like we're on the the very very upper end of of being millennials. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it seems like that age group is so intent on on it's almost mantra like like it's impossible to get hired. It's impossible to make money. I'm getting a certification that will absolutely get me on the ground floor of of an IT job somewhere. Yeah, yeah. you know, and and you could do it. You yeah. know, there's nothing stopping you from you doing it. Do it. <laughs> it's interesting because it's like certifications mean a lot. I think the time period that we have been growing up in has informed a lot of our thoughts and, and decisions about the world in ways that maybe have not been great. Yeah, you can't you can't let it stop you from trying. You can't look at like, you know, the injustices of the world and be like, well, what's the fucking point? Yeah, <laughs> right. Know? Exactly. You got you to gotta fucking go out there and try, you know? Yeah. That's what I think anyway. I don't know. I think we've just been we've we've ate we've eaten so many myths yeah. about the world. Right. I mean, what do you always hear? Like, <clears throat> you know, you're not gonna make any money, you're not gonna retire, you know, like there's no jobs. Like this is the shit Says you hear. <laughs> a big part of like not all of it, but a big part of like, you know, how you navigate the world has a lot to do with your own, you know, finding an opportunity and going after it. Yeah. Sure. It it really makes me kind of rethink uh, you know, Clint Eastwood's comments about how the younger generation are super entitled and everything. Because yeah. <laughs> I think I think to a degree, yes, there are there are certain injustices in the world and certain people do have, you know, privilege and advantage over others that needs to be addressed. But then at the same time, how how much can you say you're really trying? Yeah. yeah. You got I I know there are some people out there who just like like look at statistics and accept defeat immediately. Yeah. Right. You know? Just, you know, you got to try. Yeah. You got to fucking go try. Right. Right. No, it's the truth, man. Yeah. yeah. I would loop myself into that category. I, I just, you know, until I, I was super stressed out recently about everything. We got to, you know, I got to pay for a wedding. Mm-hmm. I got to get an apartment. I have to be able to afford my rent. You know, I was stressed it out. But you know what? I have it now and I'm not going to get bummed out. I got a fucking... Sick ass TV, dude. Oh my god, I cannot I, wait to see this I'm fucking so TV. And fucking a fucking sick ass fiance. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. 
Fuck yeah, yeah Which is good because those are probably for a while going to be the only two things in that apartment <laughs> except for me. <laughs> the TV and her. Just so. her and the TV. <laughs> yep. And when you, you're uh, gone, she's just there with the TV. Yep. And then when she's gone, you're yep. just there with the TV. Maybe some lawn furniture, just, just like <laughs> a couple lawn chairs. <laughs> now, um, yeah. 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 That's good. Um, well, I guess we are fucked. We are probably fucked. We are. We're got, definitely fucked. Got a pretty, kind of, I've got a pretty fucked. minor gripe to yeah. air. Yeah. Well, you want to start um, us off? Sure. Uh, yeah. uh, we're fucked because a couple years ago, um, every fucking developer and their mother was, was jumping on board the fucking... Uh, MOBA train, you yeah. know, like every right. everyone had to have the new MOBA. You know, League of Legends was starting to really surge in popularity. So you know, you got Smite and you got yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Here's the Storm and everything. Not to say those are bad games, but you know, eventually it, it got kind of old. Well, now the new format du jour, the flavor of the year, is battle royale games. Yeah, PUBG. Yeah. Fucking literally everyone. Because, well, not even PUBG. Now Fortnite is, Fortnite is starting is to take point. that, you know, that top spot. And now everyone wants to be Fortnite. Yeah. And so I can't, I can't look at a single uh, uh, new game announcement without feeling some level of cynicism. Like, this is going to be another one. Because yeah. everyone's doing it now. You know, there, there's um, the 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 dude uh, Cliff B, I think, right? Who, who yeah. came out with uh, uh, Paladins or Lawbre- uh, Lawbreakers? Yeah, Cliffy B. Yeah, uh, and it, you know, it just it tanked. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I remember seeing a screenshot where where it showed like one person playing in the last hour on Steam. Mm-hmm. That was that was in Lawbreakers. Um, he's now he's now you know running off at the mouth on Twitter saying I'm gonna make a, the next hot battle royale game like no stop I, <laughs> I I gotta be on I gotta be real with you like PUBG was fun for a while and I you know I, I on occasion you know consider booting it up again yeah. I played Fortnite and didn't care for it and and now I'm starting to realize like I don't I don't care much for the battle royale format. okay it doesn't it doesn't uh it's nothing special in right a, in a round of like CSGO or Rainbow Six Siege you know you can make a mistake once and you know you'll die that round but then in the in the next round you'll come back and you'll know you'll yeah. you'll gain experience as the round goes on in a battle royale format you don't really get that luxury. Once you're dead, you're fucking dead unless yeah. you're in a squad and someone can revive you. Yeah. And then even then, like, it's just when it's over, it's over. I don't like a match being over that quick. I like to I like being able to, you know, to compete and have the opportunity to to learn and grow against my opponent. You know? Right. So like me personally, I, I don't I, I don't. You know, but then I, maybe I'm taking the battle royale format too seriously. I just need to jump in and fuck around and have yeah. fun. Um, I don't think. Okay, I've never played. <clears throat> I've never played Fortnite and never played Battlegrounds. I really cannot see myself getting into them because for me, it's like all me, I'm going to be doing me. for me is waiting for until the coast feels clear and then running and then hiding a bunch. That's more. what I've done. That's I'll generally what I do. I, I have it on. <clears throat> I have it on my phone because it's free on your phone. Yeah, and I didn't want to pay for it. Uh, I, I've played two matches so far. Both times I was a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. Which yeah. is like the final guy. Um, and I did that by killing five or six people each match. That's, that's about average, hiding. honestly. Yeah. Like, um, it's a bit better if you're in a squad and you can afford to be a little more aggressive because yeah. even if you go down, you can still be revived. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like I remember I played a few matches with Dan French and, and had a, had a good time doing that in uh, PUBG, But, uh, but yeah, honestly, again, it's it's because it's such a uh, an unforgiving format. I appreciate the fact that it you know 
it will draw you closer. Like hiding can't work forever. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it you know, it won't work forever. Um, <clears throat> the mechanism is cool. Yeah. I just kind of feel yeah. like the gameplay it because of who I am would ultimately be, I think it takes too long. I think that's sure. the, I think of the, if think of the zone moved in consistently, yeah. like it wasn't just timed and then it would move in at a block. Like if it just started slowly doing this. Yeah, sure. and, yeah. And, and you had and you had twenty minutes, right? Right, and it'll go to the absolute smallest point, right? Yeah, there, then you got a game that's worth. You I know, think you're right. Waiting you know, in well, stages is just kind of like, oh god. You know, the I, I feel like the downside of doing it that way is you'd be able to figure out immediately where the center is going to be. Yeah. Um, when it does it in stages, you still have like you know. Uh, so, it, you know, it leaves people on the outside of the next circle and they have to hurry and yeah. come in and that forces you into combat. Yeah. You know, it, the I think the way it is now ideally forces you into engagements and, it, you know, it, you can't just survive by hiding unless you're like really, really lucky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's I don't know. It, it's not my kind of format. That's all right. Um, it's just all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what what irks me now is now it's like the flavor of the month, and yeah. like every developer is hopping on the battle royale train. It's like, stop, like, fuck <laughs> you, like come up with something. Meanwhile, <clears throat> you got guys like the 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 dudes who came up with Cuphead, fucking yeah, crushing it. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> how, how fucking good was that game? <laughs> it's just like, and it's a very very old format. Yeah. Yeah, the but the love and care that went into that game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, like I, you can appreciate the love and and pain and labor and and uh, you know sweat that went into something right. like that. Yeah, PUBG. So much sweat. I feel like I could <laughs> so have much built man sweat. So much dude sweat. So much dude all sweat. over Cuphead. I feel like I could have built PUBG. Like yeah. it's it's just it's real basic. It's super it's weird. Simple. A lot of the assets do sort sort of seem stock in a way, which is fine. Yeah. Well, it's but because the game's got to bring it if you're gonna. You know what I mean? Well, because it's a mod of the Arma engine. Yeah. But like, did they bring in all the Arma assets? Because like all the a like, lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them are there. It just looks. It but Arma looks looked better. Stock. <laughs> do you know what Ar I mean? Arma was Arma also took place in like Eastern Europe, Western Russia ish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. It was, it was, you know, a lot of the same, like, architecture elements, a lot of the same, you know, blown out, like, you know, this place used to be a communist city type thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's influence and it's, it's, uh, it's structure uh, built around the arm engine is very, very obvious. Um, and, uh well, I, I say it's an Arma mod. It's it started out as an H one Z one mod, uh, the battle royale thing, which which in turn was a mod for Arma. Gotcha. Um, but so yeah, it's, it's essentially a mod of a mod, right? Pretty much. <laughs> and then even then, like the original Armas weren't like they weren't renowned for their production quality, no, yeah. um, or their optimization for that matter. No, I I haven't seen all these other. Sort of battle royale games popping up, but I knew it was going to happen eventually. Yeah, I don't sure, just, sure. You know, basically, after Fortnite, I was like, "Oh wait, no, this is not just going to be a one-off game. Everyone's going to try to take a little chunk of this." Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's what's irking me. I I don't like flavor of the month type of stuff. I like this is why I've stuck with Rainbow Six for so long. Is yeah. like is sieges. You know, the tactical team-based shooter is you know. A fairly old format. It's at least as old as the first Counter Strike, right? But it it's you know, 
Rainbow Six Siege brings enough new to the table that, it, you know, no two matches are ever the same, you know, mm-hmm. uh, malleable maps and, and operator gadgets and what have you. I wish I could get into games again at all. Yeah, I'm getting that. <laughs> I can not make what. myself give a fuck about games this anymore. Is, this is what's, I'm going to lead this into my why we're fucked. Okay. Uh, you know what's going to do that for you? What's that? Is the Nintendo Switch. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I, uh, I recently got my own Switch. We got a Switch for free. Yeah. So now we have two Nintendo Switches. Yes. Which is just incredible. <laughs> I'm super excited. I, I um, got to get one. I mean, what do they run right now? 300 bucks. Yeah, it's, I mean it's expensive, but yeah. you know it's it's Nintendo. It's got the polish. Yeah, the the, right. the thing that's bringing down the Switch right now is the it's got a lot of titles and it's got a lot of stuff that's you know really cool. Um, the thing that's bringing it down right now is first party you know major games. Nintendo, like the first party games that are out for the Switch are the first party games that you just have to have, right? Yeah. So uh, Mario Odyssey is just. It's so good. I, it's like <laughs> yeah. I can't even I can't even tell you how good it was. Yeah. I, Breath of the Wild. I played Breath of uh-huh. the Wild. and I'm like, wow, this is actually one of the best games I've ever played ever. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. And then Mario Odyssey really came out and I'm like, oh, my God, this is like it's like it's peak gaming. <laughs> yeah. Um, They're making new Metroids also. Yeah. New gonna Metroid's going to be out. Smash Brothers is coming yeah, out. Right. Oh. But like, that's the thing. It's like right now it's Mario Odyssey. It's uh, Breath of the Wild. It's the remake of Mario Kart 8 for the Switch, which comes with all the shit, you know. Yeah. Basically. Morty. Morty. (laughs) uh, It comes with everything unlocked. Uh, Kirby just came out. You got to get Kirby. Uh, But really, that's... That's it. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, so, they also got Nintendo Labo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you spend eighty. Let me let me tell you about Labo. Yeah. You get eighty dollars for a bunch of fucking cardboard. Yep. Um, it looks cool, but it looks way overpriced. Eight-year-old me is freaking out about how cool that is. Yeah. But twenty-eight-year-old me <laughs> is like, I'm not spending eighty dollars on cardboard. Yeah. You fucking animals. If it, if it gets even a few kids into engineering for the rest of sure. their lives, and it then will. it's and probably it will. worth it. And it will. Yeah, it absolutely will. The, here's the thing. There's, a, there's this famous gif of, like, uh, Satoru Iwata and Shigeru Miyamoto holding a DS, and it's just printing money. <laughs> like, like, Nintendo can do whatever they want because the Nintendo DS is the best-selling thing that's yeah. ever existed ever. Yeah, right. And they have they are never at risk of going bankrupt. They will survive long after everybody else is gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the, so with the Switch, they kind of can do whatever they want, which is a good thing and a bad thing. It's good in the sense that you get games like Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. which are just technological <laughs> marvels. It's fucking incredible how good that is. Yeah. And then Mario Odyssey, which takes platforming to a whole new level. Uh, and it's bad in the sense, and this is my why we're fucked, yeah. and that they don't have as much out that they could have. They could be pushing this thing really hard. Mm. There is no virtual console on the Switch yet. Oh, really? Which means I can't go yet. back and yet. It's coming. But, like, I want to, I will give them, like, I have emulators on my phone. I don't need to give Nintendo money. Right. I will give yeah. them money. Gladly. To, to play old Pokemon <laughs> games on the Switch. I will, I will happily pay whatever Nintendo asks in order to, once I get a Switch, one day hmm. to play Metroid Prime on the Switch. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I would, I would, I would literally just, just fucking I'd, blow right. whoever <laughs> to just play. That's what I'm saying. So you said Prime Trendy Metroid for them. Nice, the, the handy. First, the first Metroid Prime, I oh, loved. Dude, it's incredible. 
and I would I would pay a, a lot of money to play or blow on someone, Switch. right? Or blow someone. <laughs> yes, it's your choice. Yeah, um, <laughs> but no, uh, uh, well, it, it saves me a hundred bucks. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not gay, but a hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. Oh my god. Uh, it's like you said prime. I would fusion Metroid fusion for the game boy advance. Basically it's Metroid four, right? right, right. Um, one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. One of my favorite games. The boss battles are fucking tight. The yeah. controls with the, the L and R targeting where you can move up and down with it. impeccable, like yeah. impeccable controls. I will, I will, I will pay them $10 to play that game again. And beat it. It's a game I've beaten eight times. I will. Pay, yeah. I'm gonna. I will pay them good money <laughs> to to let me buy that game. Yeah. I will pay them good money to once again buy Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga and play it again. I, yeah. I, I will pay them a lot of money to do that, and they haven't done the virtual console yet. Yeah. And it's fucking infuriating. <laughs> so so am I to understand this is coming? They just haven't. Just they they haven't even announced it, but they like there's all these teasers. We know it's going to happen. We right. know they're going to do virtual console. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just, I, I think a lot of it's a matter of playtesting stuff to see what they can do. We know they've done it on the Wii. We know they've done it on the Wii U. Right. We know they've done it on the DS. Like it's doable. Yeah. They have the they have the technology. They just need to make the ports. Yeah. And Nintendo is a company that is really good at making ports. Mm-hmm. They got they ported Skyrim to the Switch. Yeah, how crazy is they that? They ported Doom to the Switch. <laughs> and and they're both really good. Like if you can do that, I think you can put Metroid Fusion on there for me and let me play it. Yeah, so right. I, Nintendo, I love you and I hate you. <laughs> I just I feel particularly fucked because I want to give them my money for stuff that like I've been playing Pokemon Emerald on my totally legal copy on my phone. <laughs> totally <laughs> legal copy. And I'm like, yeah, I never played it before. I'm like, fall in love with Pokemon again. Super fun. I will pay you money listen, to let me play like the next generation after that. Listen, Reggie, yeah. you know how you know how you get me to run out and buy a switch with money that isn't even mine yeah you, you know how yeah. you get me to do that just say just announce the words eternal darkness remastered for the switch and i will run the fuck out and buy yeah. it yeah right no it's the truth man yeah all that stuff you know what uh <laughs> I, I oh god i lost my train of thought i had something really good here and i just fucking, fucking there's a lot of super mario sunshine remastered can you imagine mm. super mario Sunshine? i will spend Sixty dollars, yeah, on Super Mario Sunshine Remastered. If you put it on the Nintendo Switch, yeah, yeah. I will spend sixty dollars for it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm feeling, I'm feeling particularly fucked by Nintendo, who I love and will continue to love. They're already talking about doing a, the. The hint is that there's going to be a Switch Pro release sometime in the future, um, which is going to have a larger screen, more RAM. Um, so like Breath of the Wild, the, the, the only gripe that I had about Breath of the Wild, the only one, yeah, uh, is that when you put it on the TV, uh, it drops frames sometimes because it's such a dense game. Yeah. So you'll see it go. So dense. Everything Every is so frame. dense. Every, <laughs> so much going on. You'll see it like on the, on the console itself when it's running on that six inch screen, it's impeccable. It's like a flawless 60 frames. Yeah. Uh, when you put it on the TV, it just dips enough below 30 frames that you can notice that it's dropping frames here and there. Yeah. Right. And it's only in really dense places. Uh, but like a Switch Pro would fix all that. Yeah. So they're, they ha- they're talking about that, but they're not talking about the virtual console. Yeah. I don't want the virtual console. So. 
Well, yeah. Sorry. No, Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintangent. You know, it's <coughs> well. It's, it seems to me like not that it's long been, ago, people were arguing about whether or not Nintendo was a viable company. Like in the last what? like eight months to a year, there was like people going, "Is Nintendo just gonna go belly up? Is no. that just it?" No, no. Like, that was an actual conversation. No. I can't count how many times people have said that throughout the past what yeah. four, thirty years. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember coming when the, up on forty years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You remember Nintendo's when, been around since like what's eighty eighty one? Nintendo's been around since the eighteen hundreds. They've been well, okay. Yes. What do you mean as a gaming as a gaming <laughs> yeah, empire? Yeah, back when they used um, to build mud huts or whatever. It started. The it started. It, it actually yeah, playing yeah. cards. It started in the mid seventies. Hanafudo was, I, was the name of the, the card game. It started with arcade cabinets. Don't forget. And those were all the way back in the mid seventies, right? Um, so you know, yeah. So forty years, yeah. people have been saying Nintendo's going to go belly up for the past forty they are, years. I can haven't. assure you, they have enough money uh, from the Wii, which was everybody's like, "Will the Wii be a sustainable?" They, they're like, "All oh, the Wii's going to get destroyed by the PlayStation or the Xbox." Yeah, the Nintendo Wii. I, I looked up the number. Okay, <laughs> I have to look up the number again. The Nintendo Wii sold. More consoles than PlayStation and Xbox combined. No shit. Like, not not only did they surpass expectations, they fucking blew the competition out of the water. I mean, <laughs> it was almighty. like a disaster for everybody else. But I think the pro- the problem, like as as investors saw it, was that somehow Nintendo was going to lose their their market share because basically all the people still interested in Nintendo are like people that are getting older and maybe transitioning away to like, well, I'm more of a PlayStation person. Yeah. <laughs> like that was the perception, I think, among right. investors. And and you know what? That would have been I'll tell you what, as a gamer, that would have been my perception too. Yeah. Well, it might he, even still be true yeah. on some level. I don't know if young kids are get right into Nintendo or if they play their their parents' Xbox. I don't know. Yeah, like get right into Call of Duty and yeah, things right. like Just, that. you know, seven years old, prime for murder. I'll tell you what, I'm on the front lines there, like I'm watching <laughs> watching people buy these consoles, and I'll tell you, like from my level, whenever somebody comes in there like, hey, I want to buy a console for my kid, I'm like, how old are they? If they say anything below 12, I'm like, you got to get them a Switch. Yeah. You, you got to get them a Switch. Buy a Mario Odyssey. They'll play that for 120 hours. Yeah, right. Like, it's, you know. You won't have to talk to your kid for like a month and a half. <laughs> Let Mario raise your child for you. Yeah. You won't even have to shoot a glance at them. They don't know you're there. Just pick up the thing, they put it three inches from their face, and they don't know you exist until the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I don't feel very fucked right now. Um, All right. I was, you know, I was thinking about it, and I was trying to, really struggling to think of, like, things that feel fucked, but honestly, I feel really good today. Good. I feel really good for the last, you know, like, week or so. Um, I wanted to t- uh, tell a little little story of how how happy I feel right now, which is that I've been wanting for like weeks. I've been th- I had this vision, a dream of a cherry tree that I wanted to buy to put in my backyard. <laughs> and Sunday, Christy just showed up with a cherry tree. Yeah, buddy. Which was like super sweet and like basically made my Sunday. That's and, good, man. And I think it really since around then I've just been in a pretty great mood. Nice. Um, I don't know. Like uh, I told you guys, I started uh, trying to, you know, watch what I'm eating again, weighing myself again, and uh, and uh, you know, just you know, the general feel good type, you know, general feel good, general feel. He's good. the one they call general feel good. <laughs> He's the one that makes you feel okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god. 
but yeah, no, I'm just like, uh, I'm trying to, you know, reflux. regulate my life again, and that is actually mm-hmm. resulting in me feeling pretty good for the last couple of Yeah, years. you just hit the east side of the LBC <laughs> on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. <laughs> yeah, like that. See a car full of girls? Ain't no need to tweak. All you skirts know what's up with 213. That's <laughs> actually exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I don't know how you, right. how did you know? Yeah, you know. You like read my mind. Right. Nate Dogg and Warren G. That's how do you know about Nate Dogg and Warren G? <laughs> I, I went to high school with those guys. <laughs> my two buddies on the south side. Yeah. How do you know uh, about of them? Compton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how do you know about them? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Anyway. Yeah, no. So uh, uh, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, but that's you know, I'm trying to like do some positive things in my life right now. Cause I'm I don't know, like I think I think it's something about having gone over thirty. Yeah. Everything is everything is looking different to me now. Yeah. Today I went to I went to vote and I felt like a real grown man for some reason. I'm like getting out of my car and I'm like I'm, I'm gonna, gonna vote. I'm gonna I'm go gonna vote. Today. I'm gonna go vote. And I walked in past the people standing out there. They said appreciate your support. And I said whatever. I don't know you. And yeah. I went in. And I, I cast my vote. Yeah. And I walked out with my shoulders held high. And I'm yep. like, I, I'm Mr. Man. I did my civic duty. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Mr. Man today. Mr. I'm, man. So I'm looking for more things like that in my life. Where, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm in control of something and, like, I, I'm competent and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know what you got to do? You got to take up. You know what you got to do? What do you do? You got to take up woodworking. You got to take up, like, a stupid man hobby. That is absolutely <laughs> something I want to yeah, do. That's Right. Well, you can whittle stuff. I think, <laughs> I think I've told Christy before. I don't know if I told you guys, but this room here, I want shelves everywhere. Yeah. Like, I just thought how cool it would be to have, like, you know, like our various dude artifacts and yeah. stuff around, you the know. dude effects. And to build shelves. Like, why couldn't I do that? You could. It's real easy. Yeah. Yeah. Why couldn't I? Why, why couldn't I do that? You could. I, I can't. You can't. I might. Fact, you should. I I shall. You you I, will. I, I speaking I of um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of voting, I was just telling someone earlier. You guys are, hopefully we get a kick out of this. Uh, I I was I was uh, talking online about um, you know what I think of in my head when I'm going through the um, uh, the fucking uh, uh, pamphleteers. Like on my way to the the polling place, is it, all the people trying to hand you. Is it, I, I thought someone farted, and no, it's the dog. It's the dog. Yeah. <laughs> was, that's why I was laughing. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> Just that uh, was huge. <laughs> uh, but anyway, going through all the people that are trying to hand you pamphlets, like, oh yes, on this one, no on this. Yeah. And I, I posted this gif of what goes on in my head when yeah, I, right. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the scene from Airplane with the with the captain like punching everyone, everyone out the terminal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried to sneak past actually on the way out today. The people that were out front, and I like I hoped they didn't see me. And then I heard, "Have a good day, sir." And then I like immediately like clocked back in and went, "Yeah, you too." And yeah. then turned around and went, "Don't, don't talk, to me. talk to me." <laughs> yeah. I, well, here's the thing: they have a garbage can set outside my polling place in Saint Saint Christine's. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just like, walked right in, just threw it in the trash. <laughs> filled it. Like I walked in, they're like, "Yeah." I, I went through the line. I took them all. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure." And then right in front of them, I just went. Toss it. You know why? Yeah. Aren't, why aren't we involved in local politics, boys? Why? I've yeah. got I've got better shit to do. Right. I got exactly. video games to play. I have man. something more productive to do with my time. I, I, I am involved like, in politics. I vote. Why yeah, don't right. we run? Why don't we run as like treasurer? But like as one treasurer. Entity. Oh, you mean like run for office? Yes. Hell no. I, I no. 
I think Absolutely we, the not. dudes, should be the treasurer. Yeah. The all three of us are the treasurer. Hey, we're the dudes. <laughs> you might remember us. From all that money we totally didn't steal. <laughs> well, here we are to watch watch your watch your wallets as your <laughs> town yep. something. <laughs> yeah, just in, in the commercial or something. It's just tapping a pencil going. Hmm. Huh. Something. I've yeah, got yeah, five ninety nine. Like, I've got four ninety nine. Being on a computer with one hand and on the phone and the other, and then you just turn the camera and go. <laughs> yeah, just a little <laughs> subtle smile. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway. It's the mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom for some reason. Is it? Is it? It's, just, it's me and Ben chasing you, and it's, <laughs> it does that pan around. Da, 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 da. Like I'm running away. Yeah, and I've got like a tooth missing and blood running out of my face. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> We're both in like trucker hats and filthy flannels. Right. You guys have like full like fatigues or whatever. Right. I'm like in a dirty t-shirt. I have like I have like fishing waders on, muddy fishing waders, <laughs> and like a, a real old pickaxe, and I'm just chasing you with it. <laughs> Mutual of Omaha presents Deliverance. <laughs> As I reach the camera, I'm holding a sign. This is please help me. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, that's weird. I just do like little cut commercials after that, like after the main one. It's like little 15 second spots, and it's you like with your face up against a rock, and we have our, we have our hands on your head. We're going like, squeal like a piggy boy. <laughs> Squeal like Vote the dudes for treasurer. <laughs> There's a three crossed out and it's just two dudes. <laughs> two dudes. <laughs> oh god. That's a good image to start this show on. Yeah, why not? Uh, All right, uh, we'll be back uh momentarily with uh joke of the week and then yes. the main topic. Yes. Yes. In just a minute. Yes. All right. Yes. Bye-bye. Steamed hams. Oh, did you see that video I sent you guys? Turned down for steamed hams? No, I have yeah. to watch. We're going to have to watch it at the yeah. break here. All right. All right, guys. We're up there. And we're back. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome Hi. back to the new uh, cast. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Anybody have anything? Nah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yep. 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 This is a null topic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Our first ever null topic <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're just done now. We're just done. We're just not going to talk about it. <laughs> I, I have a joke of the week. Yes, that you I do. have to tell you guys. You okay. tell us a joke. Yeah. Um, Make me laugh, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> I'm having a crappy day. <laughs> tell me a joke. Um, okay. Uh, so, a uh, uh, Jewish man walks into a. Uh, this is not going where you think it's going. Okay. I'm just like, oh boy. Oh, here we go. Right out. Of, right out. Of the, right out of like the 1950s. This one. Yeah. I'll have you know, I'm very discerning. <laughs> So uh, a Jew and a Chinaman walk into a <laughs> <Yeah>. bar. <laughs> uh, oh, well, it's, I could tell you a good joke. Uh, a Jew, a, a Chinaman, and a, a black guy walk into a bar. The bartender looks up and says, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 
Uh, no, a, uh, <laughs> so. a Jewish man walks into a synagogue to see the rabbi. Yeah. Uh, and he goes up to the rabbi and he says, Rabbi, I, I, I don't know what to do. My, my son, he's, uh, he's, about to turn th- uh, he's about to turn 17. Uh, and he, he came to me and he, he, you know, he told me he wants to be a Christian. I don't know what I did wrong. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I took him to temple every Saturday for the Sabbath. Um, you know, I, I took him to Jewish school after normal school every Wednesday. I tried to instill, you know, the Jewish faith into every aspect of his life. And, and he comes to me now and he tells me he wants to be a Christian. I don't know what to do. Mm. And the rabbi said, you know, it's, it's amazing that you come to me with this problem. I just had a guy yesterday who came to me who had the same problem. He had, had a son who was about to become, uh, you know, an adult. And, uh, you know, same thing. He took him to, he took him to uh, temple every Saturday and, and he took him to Jewish school, uh, every Wednesday after, after normal school. And then to Jewish school, Jewish school. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, what? In school, yeah, we, they teach whatever. you how to be we a Jew. We don't know what it is. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, um, the, yeah, the Jews, right. Jews you know, It's like catechism, but, you know, for Jews. And <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. A lot less interesting. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe more interesting. Maybe more interesting. Yeah, maybe honestly. More, honestly. Um, but yeah, the, the, the rabbi says, yeah, yeah you know, he, he had the same he had the same problem. And he said, and the other guy looks at the rabbi and he says, well, well, what did you tell him to do? And the rabbi said, "Well, I didn't. I didn't tell him anything at the time. I I, I talked to God about it." And and uh, the other guy says, "Well, what did God tell you?" And God appears from the heavens, and he said, "Well, it's a funny story because the exact same thing just happened to me." <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a very good weird joke. <laughs> that's a very old joke. It's a very strange joke. I love it. I think my grandfather told me that a long time ago. That's <laughs> uh, goofy as fuck. I'm trying to be clean. I'm trying to clean up the jokes a little bit. Oh man, that, that, that follows a format that I don't know if I've ever really. I don't think I've ever heard a joke. End on its premise and work. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. I guess not. Yeah, I can't think it's, of a good like example. It's really like kind of like a, a really interesting, like where it is explicitly funnier as it gets repeated to that point. That's really yeah. silly. Yeah, I dig that. It's <laughs> yeah, a good joke. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> I'm no, tra- I'm well, not- I'm no, I because I'm trying to think of jokes that follow the format. I'm, yeah, it's I'm, hard. I'm I, I, yeah. I can't because there's always either some direct punchline or some non-punchline. Yeah, it is weird for the exact for the it, just to follow that exact pattern and still be really for the, funny. The setup is the punchline. Yeah, right. And because the subject delivering it is different, it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I heard that. I'm sure it was my grandfather who told me that a very long time ago. No kidding. So, yeah, I was I was, tr- I was stressing all week, and then I just like out of the blue remembered that. I'm yeah. like, oh, thank God. It was like, <laughs> um, well, I guess we should. Uh, That's like no problem. You're a real yeah, mensch. You're a real mensch. <laughs> you're a real mensch. Yo. <laughs> um, no, I guess we should get into the topic this week. Let's um, do it. <laughs> Morty. Morty. <sighs> Oh, oh God, oh, uh, Morty! Oh no, <laughs> Morty! <laughs> we were um, we were talking earlier about um, uh, <clears throat> things that were happening uh, in our life. You were talking about uh, taking your 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 uh, your 
test, getting ready to do the certification. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was talking about getting the apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave, you were talking about whatever, you know, it <laughs> whatever is. Whatever the fuck you <laughs> whatever felt the, was important. Whatever, you know, what, whatever's going <laughs> you're on. You're talking about some bullshit. You're talking you about know? like McDoubles or. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you were talking you know, about what, some sandwich you don't care about. Yeah, whatever. You know, the whatever fuck. the fuck. I don't know. I wasn't really listening. But <laughs> uh, that's going to lead me into today's stuff. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my god! That's gonna lead me into today's topic, which is um, major life changes. Mm. I want to talk about major life changes. Uh, the good old MLC. Yeah. Major, yeah. life, major changes. life changes. Major yes. life changes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please help me. <laughs> That's a major life change when your yeah. two friends chase yeah. you down in the desert. We just have you stuffed in a bird cage. We presumably somehow. sodomize you somebody on camera. Help That's help a big me. life change. Yeah. Vote for the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, major major life changes. Uh, major life changes. We're going to uh, we're going to be discussing them today. Not just uh, stuff huh. that's happening now, but made things that have a, had a huge impact on your life at some point that was like a huge Ooh. change. Yeah. Uh, something that you would consider key. Something ah. that like either woke you up to something or something that made you sad or. It's a great idea. I yeah. was I was just talking to someone about the fact that uh, that you know. Everything up through high school was miserable for me, like interacting with people my own age. Yeah. Like growing up, I was always more comfortable talking to like my dad's colleagues, you know, yeah. people, you know, people that were 30 to 40 years my senior. Yeah. I was always more comfortable talking with them and, and you know, being interested in their shit. Uh, but then like, you know, I was saying like everything just magically changed when I got to college. Yeah. I, there was still some growing I had to do and some and some, you know, you know, getting, you know, not being as autismal, but like <laughs> yeah, a lot of social stuff. Yeah. Sure, sure. But when I got to college, everything really changed for the better, because like, you know, in high school, like, you know, there, there's clicks and there's, you know, there's it's a popularity contest. But then when you get to college, everything's on the line. You got to act like a fucking adult. Yeah. So suddenly everyone, you know, everyone who's 18 in college is, is you know, minding their own shit and, and acting like an adult and whatever. And, you know, it took me a while to make friends in college because I didn't I didn't really have much experience as to how. Right. But, um, but there's that glorious reset. Of like it was a complete reset. It was most cl- people don't know you. It was you get a, to be whoever you want to be. Right, right now. clean slate. And so yeah. yeah, so I so I I really did treat it as an opportunity to kind of make my own identity. That was probably the biggest like complete U turn in my life. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, the biggest positive U turn in my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, like like. You're absolutely right. You, you get you get a, like a kind of a soft reset right, on your right. life. You get to you get to kind of carve your own identity and and kind of find yeah. yourself. And it 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 didn't entirely happen in college. It happened for the most part in college. But now I feel like uh, the like the person you are in your late twenties rather mm-hmm. than your early twenties is probably the person that you'll end up being for the rest of your life. And yeah. I feel like I'm I'm starting to. You know, only now it's starting to really get comfortable with who I am and comfortable yeah. in my own skin. But college was definitely, you know, the the time where I was I was free to experiment. I was free to find my identity. Now, yeah. do you feel like you do you feel like in college you adopted a new persona or do you feel like you just expressed things that 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 you didn't always express? Or do you feel like you were really exactly the same, but you had a different audience? 
a little of all three, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, I think that's true I, for, I, for me as well. I think I think because knowing that, you know, the adults around me weren't going to be as judgmental and didn't know what I was about, I could safely express the parts of me I, I may have been hesitant hesitant to express, explore parts that I, I didn't have the avenues to explore before, mm-hmm. uh, and and also just pronounce those parts of me that were already there. Um, yeah, which, which I think led to a lot of interesting things. Uh, you know, a brief stint in live DJing, yeah. you know, uh, uh, getting a poem published and, yeah. you know, reading it aloud, uh, uh, you know, learning Russian, uh, you know, <laughs> you all know, the normal things, all this, all this crazy shit happened in college and I got to kind of test my boundaries Yeah, and, uh, and now I'm kind of like, it's kind of receding a bit, which is a good thing because it, it, you know, it ultimately, it ultimately means that I've, you know, I'm drinking less, I'm taking more responsibility and, and now of course, you know, again, you mentioned the certification, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to see like a, a clearer a path, path yeah. ahead, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, it, it, that's what college did. Is I, you know, I I got as crazy as I was comfortable getting yeah. in college. You right, know, yeah. I, I you know I smoked pot a couple times. I you know I got blackout drunk once or twice. Yeah, right, right. Once or twice. I you know I, and I, you Three know I times I, I, I did crazy <laughs> shit like you know again do live DJing and you know yeah uh, go on the radio and shit like that. Like you know that. I, I stretched myself like as far as I was comfortable going and now that I, I kind of know my boundaries and what I'm able to do, like I'm much more comfortable in my own skin versus 10 years ago. What's interesting, I think, about the transition between like high school to college mm-hmm. is that like no matter where you are, there's sort of pressures that around you that sort of shape who you're comfortable being, right? Right. And in high school, you're in this like vicious shark tank full of like little hitlers <laughs> right yeah so like all yeah. the, they and they all kind of corral you into the least embarrassing version of yourself which right. is a which is like a fundamentally inauthentic self yeah and and ultimately paradoxically enough can lead you into the most embarrassing version of yourself yeah, right. which is exactly what happened in high school with me um yeah yeah but then in in college uh yeah it it, it <clears throat> turns completely around there's much less judgment and yes. and even if there is you have the freedom to to interact with a group of people that won't judge you for right. for the kinds of things that you do yeah uh, uh there's a, there's a much more I, th- I think also part of the problem was you know i went to canfield but you know canfield. yeah right they've got their <laughs> own specific version of of you know, all the, the pressures that everyone experiences in high school. Yeah, like, sure. like like take any fucking, you know, dipshit high school drama you've ever seen on TV, like Degrassi or whatever, <laughs> you know. You know, when's the last time you saw, like, you know, show give me, give me a fucking high school drama like that that shows, like, a high-functioning autistic kid trying yeah. to, you know, fit in. They can't do it. There's yeah. no concept of that in, like, the hoity-toity, you right. know, where, where, like, the biggest drama is, like, I didn't make the cheerleading team. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Screw Fuck off. You. I can't find friends. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know like, and, uh, you know, it, it, Canfield was not the ideal place for, you know, where, you, where you're... Uh-huh kind of a, a you know a minority yeah. honestly you know yeah. uh where where you're you know the psychological minority i guess or any kind of minority frankly right, right. <laughs> you ever hear about these companies where like they regularly fire the bottom 20 percent 
Yeah. So it's like hmm. you know, like some of these big tech companies, they'll like they'll do everyone's performance reviews every year. And if you're in the bottom 20, you're just gone. And then they'll, like, replace you with someone else. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. I feel like that's what high school is, is everyone's just trying to stay above that 20% cut. Yeah. So they're just nasty there was a great to anyone to try to put themselves sure. above the jump. There was a great Black Mirror episode uh, about that very thing, and it's the mm-hmm. the the score, your social media it score. It was called Nosedive. Nosedive, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah trying, to, trying to get your, your star rating up. You know right. they're doing that in China right now, right? Are you serious? Well, where like everyone has like a rating. It's not. It's not mandated by the state or anything weird. But there is a tech startup right now that is that has a functional app where you can review the people around you on their general politeness or their like as a general politeness. General politeness. But then the, there is some talk of using this. Now I could be talking total bullshit, you know, because you know the internet. Uh, I'm not in China. What do I know? That's a childish Gambino <laughs> album because the internet. Because of the internet, yeah, yeah, it's actually a, <coughs> I didn't it's know actually that. a Gambino album, yeah. yeah. But uh, but the, but the, there's talk of using this as a way to like screen people for public transit. That's terrifying. It's really terrifying. That's it, honest specifically, God, as terrifying. an American, I think it's really terrifying because we sort of have this belief, whether it's a good <laughs> one or a bad one, that like even if you're an asshole, you you deserve you know access to some certain basic public sure. Um they don't necessarily believe that everywhere. I mean, they must have Beauty and the Beast in China. They must know that even even the like the biggest ugliest asshole, you know, deep down is just you know, yeah, a, a big softy. Yeah, you know, I believe it was released. <laughs> but as so, sometimes people are just assholes. Beauty and the misunderstood in China. Yeah, yeah. Be- beauty and the degenerate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It, it's that's that's terrifying. Um, yeah, it's creepy, right? Beauty yeah. and the baby crisis. <laughs> Beauty and the we can't get people to fuck anymore. <laughs> Beauty and the uh, 75% male population. <laughs> um, that sounds horrible. <laughs> but yeah, but you're right. Like high, high school is high school is very much the same way. It's it's yeah. it's not when you when people look back on high school they don't think of the education they got they think of the you know the social sphere and and yeah, all right. the influence exactly. that has on your life from 14 to 18 mm-hmm. and it's it's fucked up high school high school was terrible i barely learned anything right. yeah in college i learned i learned a whole lot and it was great because i could decide what to learn i could decide where to go and what to do and and you know r- really challenge myself before yeah. i before i took my first literature course i thought literature was just like like i'm too stupid to understand it yeah. um and i had uh dr uh, mm, uh give I'll, me some descriptors uh thin guy glasses he retired during our oh um run Stephen, what's his name? I know who you're talking about. Wait, Stephen? I can see his face. He taught mythology. Yeah. Um. Uh, wait, thin guy. Uh, th- thin. Th- yeah, thin, tallish. He had glasses, short, graying hair. Oh, for fuck's sake! You know who I'm talking about, I though, do. right? I wasn't he, his wife uh, in the in the uh, English department as well. He. Oh, maybe. Was his wife, uh, uh, Doctor Gergitz? No. I, maybe. Gets. Oh fuck! I don't know. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! He his office was right next to my dad's. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna get this. Yeah, you're gonna have that. We're not. Dad. We're not gonna get this on air anyway. I feel so bad because he he totally he, he 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 totally like like I took a class with him. I was like, holy fuck! I understand this now. Right. Um, yeah. 
Uh, Do you remember what the class was on? Like generally, like well, what I, kind of literature? Um, it was mythology and literature. Oh, so okay. so we we went over Gilgamesh, Inanna, uh, 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 Death of Arthur. Oh, um, okay. Uh, and I think we also did the Iliad because, yeah. of course, you got to do the Iliad. Right. Um, but but uh, oh, I seem to remember. Uh, 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 I had. Mm, maybe maybe it was intro to literature because I remember him explaining how tone and how you read aloud poetry is important and he used right. Jabberwocky to explain it. Yeah. Um, I didn't get poetry before college either. Me either. Yeah. Yeah. Either. Didn't yeah. make any, you know, especially like things that felt arbitrary about the way it lines ended. Yeah. I was just like, like you're writing stupid, dummy. Right. That's right. not how a half right. a sentence ends. Like, like, Kalu Kaleo Frabjuste doesn't mean anything. But when you're like, Kalu Kaleo Frabjuste, right, you know, yeah. it, it suddenly takes on the meaning you want it to. I think about Galway Canal reading St. Francis and the Sow. So you're, I think your dad, no, you're, it was either your dad or, or William Greenway played that for me. Oh, yeah. The Galway Canal, this really deep <clears throat> Irish voice. A, a Saint Francis and the Sow, <laughs> yeah, like uh, proof rock. Yeah, um, yeah. I think all, some of these, you know, you, you, you get when someone recites poetry to you and does it well. Nobody might be better than Phil Brady. Yeah, Phil Brady's very good at it. That dude has a command of of speaking <clears throat> in a way that I will never ever yeah. completely understand. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, like I would recommend anybody just watch Phil Brady read something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, or recite something. I mean, he's just he's very good. <clears throat> What's funny, you know, now that we're we're talking about college, we're talking about how much it changed Ben. But Chris, I mean, like, how do you see yourself like before and after college? Because I feel like all this, because I didn't know you back in high school. Yeah, you, I mean, we were so far apart yeah. in school. But like I feel like you always describe it as kind of like your like your like uh, punk or grunge phase, my sexual awakening, your sexual awakening, <laughs> yeah. the time of my many sexual exploits, yeah, with many <laughs> many, many women, women. <laughs> and no. one man. But we're not gonna you know, no. whatever. Two men, no need. Eight men. Don't have to talk about it at once. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm looking up rate my professor every and, orifice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Old every orifice Brady. Yep, that's what they called him. <laughs> Dr. Snyderman. Yeah. Snyderman. Snyderman. Dr. Oh, yes. Steven Dr. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I remember Dr. Spider-Man. So good. Spider-Man. So fucking Spider-Man. good. Teaching you about the alien. Yeah. <laughs> Slings Do- a web, but he's really smart. <laughs> Dr. Snyderman was was the fucking bomb. He helped me understand literature. I'm, I'm looking on Rate My Professor. Did he get fucking the chili dumb. pepper? He was fairly old, so I'm wondering. Did he get the chili pepper? I don't know. I'm not looking at him. I'm looking at my dad's profile. And he's, he's got the chili pepper. He's got the chili pepper. Yeah. He's, a, he's a 4.8 out of 5, which is about as good as you can ask In for. physical attractiveness? Uh, just in general. Just in general. Oh, okay. okay. Um, uh, I'm going to say, he's doing real well, though. That's way up at the top of hotness. Dr. Slam's dad is extremely passionate and knowledgeable about British lit and mythology. He read the assigned reading out loud to us during class and explained how it related to the yada, yada, yada. Good. Awesome. Uh, he was, his class was a delight. Amazing professor. Uh, so much fun. 
Uh, yeah, like I love reading my. Text. I thought I thought for a minute. It actually took me a while. I was like, did they call him Doctor Slam's dad? dad? No, I'm disguising his name. I will. I will definitely. I will definitely go on there and rate him as Doctor Slam's dad. <laughs> I had a great time in class with, with Doctor Slam's, Slam's dad. dad. Yeah. Uh, no, for like for my. I wouldn't I wouldn't break it up into like high school and college. No. I would consider my life <clears throat> broken up by the friends I was with at the times in my life. Mm. Sure. Um and I've gone through a lot of big friend group changes throughout yeah, the years. Sure. As everybody does, I think. You kinda yeah. you kinda you kinda like section off your, your times, but I wouldn't I wouldn't break it into college and High school, although those were definitely related to the friends that I had at the time, you yeah, know. I got to think that, like, between high school to college, your friend, I, I think your friend group probably shifts in the middle of that. Yeah. You're, you're spending more time with different people and less time with other yeah, people. Yeah, well, and it did. Like, first of all, I didn't, like, I've said it before on the show, like, I was very fortunate. You grew up in snooty confo. 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 Uh, uh, yes. I, I grew up. Confi. In, I came into high school uh, as a fucking really weird, awkward nerd who was, you know, still friends with, like, the nerdy people. <clears throat> but, like, I had, I've said it before, I had friends around me who helped me, you know, be popular. Um, which is like, for your own mental sanity, very important in high school. Sure, um, you know, is you think everybody at this table can attest to. You, yeah, you, there is. It's that. It's don't be in that bottom twenty percent. <clears throat> so I had friends around me who were viciously loyal, um, who made me cooler, uh, and that helped tremendously. Uh, you know, and I had. I think I had probably more wild fun in high school than I did in college. I mean, I had wild fun in college, you know, you're just drinking a lot, but yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, which is, you know, I was a different from any other night of the week, <laughs> but you know, like in high school, but, I, I had, it was with people then, yeah, as opposed to in a dark right. room in the basement right. alone or something. I had, it was like my, my, my friend group from, uh, the, the second grade was like when I really started making close friends, um, on to, you know, high school, like mid-high school, yeah. I had one friend group. And then those started to kind of dissipate and fall off. And, you know, uh, and I had another friend group. And it was a lot of stoners. Yeah. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> which was cool. You know, those are, incidentally, they make excellent friends. Yeah. They're really good friends. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I had another tight group with some friends from high school. Um, and then some other friends and we had this really tight knit group. Uh, and then I broke up with my girlfriend and all those friends went away. Yeah. And then that was like the college friends that I was like 19, 19 and a half when that happened. And mm. then I had worked with you at Dave at little Caesars. That's right. Little pleasies. Little pleasies. <laughs> uh, I was always friends incidentally with Chrissy from the time that I started working yeah. to, now, you know, we were we were friends, you know, whenever she would come back in town from Chicago, we'd always make it a point to get together and hang yeah. out. And it was always a blast. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Which but, that, that's a special thing, too. When someone yeah. leaves and you still manage to, like, maintain keep a in friendship. Touch. Yeah. I've, uh, you know, I, it's I, hard to do. I've said it before. Like, I, I, I've 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 very comfortable at this point knowing that the friends that I have are going to be the friends that I have. Forever, you know For what sure. I mean. Yeah. Like I know that if I moved away and I came back in five years, you guys would still want to get together and hang out. Yes, you know what yeah. I mean. Like it's 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 super important to me to have that because it's been, 
It's been. It's been. <laughs> It's been a changing environment. So like my my it wasn't like college per se, but it was the kind of people that I was hanging around with sure. in college. And like after I, w- I was already a year or so deep into college when I lost all my friends. I lost everybody like that I thought was yeah. super important to me and was, you know, was super important to me. Yeah. I lost everybody that mattered and I had zero friends. I had nobody. Yeah. Uh for a short time and then we had class together. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, several times, yeah, uh, purely on chance, which was great. Um, In fact, the 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 one class that we had together is the reason I have a com- uh, copy of uh, Confederacy of Dunces, mm-hmm. which I still haven't finished. But hey, it, yeah, that's you right. said it was your favorite. It's book my favorite book at the actually time. Picked yeah. it up at Strand when we were <laughs> in New York. It's still my second favorite book. It's a very good book. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it, but that I I think that that had to be all on purpose um, because of. Christy, mm-hmm. I was introduced to you mm-hmm. when we worked together. Uh, because of you, I was introduced to our friend Drew. Uh-huh. Um, because of you and Drew, I was introduced to Corey. Because mm-hmm. of Corey, I was introduced to you, reintroduced to you because we hung out right. when we were little. Yeah. Which is really weird. <laughs> that is odd. I think we've talked about that yeah. before. That is odd. But yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like this chain reaction. I, I met... I met Christy, and then because of Christy, I met you, and then it was Drew, and then it was mm-hmm. Drew and Corey, who Drew and you, who introduced me to Corey, who introduced me to you, and like it just it blanketed all the all these friends of mine, all the people that I I hold as important to me, are branched off of the friends, yeah, that I you yeah. know that I made at that time, and I had to like. <sighs> I had to make I had to make friends all over. You mean you talk about blank slate starting over again. I had to like I had to do everything because I had there was like a solid half a year of my life where I had nobody. Yeah. I had Ross. I, I you know what I really I, I had Ross and he wasn't always in town. He was in Seattle. Right. It, it, like when he was gone, that was, you know, it's like I had nobody. I had no friends right. anywhere in town. What do you think about your personality over that time period though? Cuz that's like the thing is like like you pick up new people, but it all, you also like pick up a new focus. Yeah. You kind of like you know new interests. You know, like like that's I feel like in Ben's case, that's the big transformation. It's yeah. like feeling comfortable doing a bunch of new things and being a more like expressed version of himself. So I mean, twenty. I think uh, you said it was like late twenties. For me, it was about twenty four, twenty five. Mm. You know, this is the person that I'm going to be. Yeah, you know, forever. And for the most part. The, those years, 19 to 24, yeah. you know, when I was in college and then and then going out of college um, into now, that's how I became the person I am. Yeah, um, sure, sure. Uh, and, and that's who I, I – and I, I don't – you know, people change to a degree. Um, but for the most part, that person at like 24, that kid uh, is, you know – the guy now, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So it, it you like, show me the drunk stoned teenager and I will give you the man, the man. Right. <laughs> well, it's like uh, the big thing for me in college was, uh, I, the people that I surrounded myself with were people that were and are way smarter than I am. Like way smarter than I am. Yeah, you always I say don't that. know, man. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's, yeah, it's the truth, yeah. man. I, I felt so stupid around 
All of you guys. <laughs> I felt dumb. I felt dumb. I still feel dumb. You guys, like, I, well, which is a good thing. It, 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 you should, I think you should feel dumb around your friends. Yeah. If I ever have kids, I'm going to give them advice. Surround yourself with friends that you feel stupid around because they will make you smarter. Yeah. Or at least push you to be smarter. Yeah. Um, give you something you don't already have in your in your quiver. Right. Well, and then I think about one of the, the best pieces of advice I ever got was from my grandmother. And she said, you know, walk into a room. Like, you know what's going on. Yeah. And then eventually people will believe it. She also said never pass up a bathroom. She also said never pass up a bathroom. <laughs> Another excellent piece of advice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, that goes together. Like, I I, I became smarter and, and felt smarter and better being around the friends that I was around because we would have pretty regularly uh, over cigarettes ooh. and beer. Yeah. <laughs> really good conversations. We used to sit out back at the bar oh outside for, Lemon Grove, right? yeah, for oh, yeah. six, seven hours. Yeah. You know, like we would go home, go to the bar at nine and then be there until two in the morning <laughs> talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's really cool. And those like those conversations and all those nights and all those memories or lack thereof are like, <laughs> I think that's what really made me the person I was. That was a huge change because it was just this this moment where. I went from being very desperate and very painfully lonely. Like just, I have yeah, it's it's sure, not a good sure. feeling. And I was, you know, I, a lot of other, you know, horrible, you know, very lonely. I felt very isolated. You know, I we're all, I think, kids of divorce here. Um, so yeah. It, yeah. you know, yeah. going along with that, where it's like you're in, you're. I was in, you know, mom, mom never remarried, so I was with one parent all the time, and it was just us. Yeah, and that was like all I had. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah right. You gotta have other people around. To, <clears throat> well, you know, speaking you know, of the divorce thing, I feel like that was like super. Oh, like yeah. talk about life, big major life changes. Yeah. I remember like, uh, like, and there's a whole arc of like what when my when my folks got divorced, and mm. I remember that weird thing of just being like largely with just one of your parents yeah. most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I like the relationship change. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. 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 And I, I credit that as being a good time for me because I think spending a lot of time with my mom probably taught me a lot of shit that I'm still using. Yeah, sure. I, I learned a lot. Uh, I, it was at that time that I learned that. Um, Morty. Morty. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. It was at that time that I, I learned for the first time that uh, your parents and really any adults don't know any better what they're doing than you do. Um, yeah. That's yeah, a huge thing to learn. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> it's just people trying to be people. Yeah. Um, I'm, and, I'm still trying to internalize that. Like, honestly, yeah. like, like what we were talking about before with like how, it, how it's, it's surprising when you learn just how quick it takes to do certain yeah, things. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, that's, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I can, I can get, I, I can, I can, you know, I can get certified for such and such or, you right. know, I, I can, I can, you know, like I can learn to be a welder in like, like what, a year or like two yeah. years. Like that's it. I, yeah. think, I think that's a fault of the Institute of Education because it's like this rigorous, it's like organized jail kind of yeah. when you're in high school and then you get out and y- yeah, you they, can kind of do what you want. You know, yeah. they like, they like blow it up to be like this huge, like, you know, the, you know, how you do after this is going to determine the course of the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and then you get there and it's, it, you know, you get some TA teaching intro to biology and it's like, all right, um, 
protoplasm. What can anyone tell me? Right, <laughs> you know? right exactly. You just said something that... Everyone else is just as hungover as you are. Exactly, right. <laughs> something really compelling about what you just said, which is that... that you, like, I'm thinking about this now, and it's like, that's what, like, primary and secondary education were all about, right? It was yeah. like, we go to a place, we shut up, we do we do what we are told, we pay attention, and then after, you know, 18 years of your life... You're supposed to go out and do something, right? Yeah. But you've been conditioned for a really long time to wait for Listen. someone else to tell you what the fuck to do. Yeah, it's it's completely counter to what the real world is like. It's It used to be, I think, that you would get done with school and then someone else, there was a new boss right. ready to take you. And that would be the mill. That would be, uh, you right. know, like the factory. <clears throat> someone would take mm-hmm. you and go, all right, we've got a very compliant Round noggined child. We're gonna drop him into like yeah. adult life now. We'll, we'll have him raking pig iron. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I, I have no doubt in my mind. I wish the mills were open because yes. everybody at this table, we'd be having this conversation at a bar off of Trumbull Bridge right now. Yes, yeah. we would. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we'd be we'd be sitting around in like you know fucking fingerless gloves and beanies, right. like in Rocky, you know, right. Just, right. just watching a black and white TV show and like yeah. a like right. a dipshit baseball game. Or but something. that's what the system was set up. That's <laughs> right. what the system was set up to do. Was to make us but, ready to take action and, and but but, but and it in orders. It doesn't do that anymore. No, because there's that. no one. There's no one picking up afterward. Right. Right. So it's, then we sit here going, "What the fuck am I supposed to do?" It's yeah. Modern, for a decade. Modern yeah. school systems are just are just so ill-equipped to to prepare you for adult life. And the re the reason being is like like you know it it you know yeah they'll they'll prep you for the shit you're gonna learn in college like when you get you know you take. Like intro to like like let's say you take intro to psychology, you're expected to at least have heard of Sigmund Freud. You're expected yeah. to at least know and his famous cigars, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sigmund uh, Freud and those dicks he was always smoking, right? Right. right. And his <laughs> Sigmund Freud and my mom's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're if you're going into engineering or whatever, you're you're expected to already know you know how to how to determine the hypotenuse of a right triangle. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's and they high school spends all that time drilling shit into your head, but they never teach you like the shit that actually matters. Like how how do you write a check? Right. How do you read a phone book? How yeah. you, right. Do, how do I manage my money? There used to be a class called how do you manage civics. Your money. How do I manage my money? How do I not overspend? Um. Do you, would how do you, I say no to things that all the institutions of the world want me to spend money on right. and do? Would There's, you know what to do if your sink had a leak in it? Right. There's a great... Uh, Would you know what to do if it had a slope in it? There's a slope on it. There's a slope, slope on it. it. Um, there's, there's a great quote from Frank Zappa, and he's talking about how there used to be a class called civics. Sure. And civics class... It, it, now it's social studies and it's basically just history. Yeah. Right. It's just history and learning about yeah. it. Now there's a bipartisan gut. Right. A, <laughs> a, no, no, sorry. A bicameral government. Right. Yeah. Right. That consists of the House of Representatives <laughs> and the Senate. Right. They used to tell you how to uh, balance your checkbook. They used yeah. to tell you how to invest. Yeah. Uh, they they used to tell you how to form your own opinion. Like they used to tell you how to do stuff. Like the important shit. Like how to how be to, a person and to, a citizen. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Civics. It's teaching yeah. you how to be a citizen. I wasn't taught that shit in high school. No, I wasn't either. I was taught this shit by my parents, I, which thank goodness yeah, my parents right. are around to teach yeah. me this shit. Yeah. Like, I was like, it was mom and mom and dad, and I was hard headed and didn't listen to them a lot of the time, and then right. I had to figure a lot of that shit out because yeah. I was a shitty kid <laughs> who didn't have anybody teach it to me. 
me in jail. <laughs> right? So I'm still digging my way out of shit I never learned, you know? It's like yeah. there's there's some mistakes that, you know, I have had to make personally because yeah. and this is really not anyone else's fault, but it would have been nice to have a little bit more prep. On exactly how fucked, you know, your situation can be if you're not smart about look this. At, look at me sitting here with a fucking bachelor's degree in psychology I can't do anything with <laughs> until unless I go back for more schooling. This yeah. is why I'm pursuing certifications, because these are things I can do on my own independently without right. incurring debt I, right. that will still put me in a better position for a, for a decent job, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, I mean, it, it was just, I, I think when I look back on it, the... the Personally, it was an excellent. It was. It, it, I needed it, and I don't regret any part of it. But like, f- as far as life goes, the one of the worst things I ever did for myself was go to college because I just I started this slope of debt, and I didn't have mm. anything to show for it. You know, yeah. by the time it's done, and I'm making my own way now without. Yeah. And the thing that they don't tell you is that <coughs> listen you, up college kids you actually can if you want to go to college tight that's great but you got to want to go there uh there are yeah, plenty yeah. of ways to make a living a good living without having a college degree a really good a living, really actually. good living I yeah mean, a better oh, living yeah. than some of the people who go to college learn a yeah. trade man Learn, yeah. learn a fucking trade. Get certifications and right. shit. Well, right, right now, Ross is down in Texas and he's working. You know, I mean, he works in Texas on the oil wells. Yeah. He, I mean, he works his ass off. The guy, he works, he goes down for, you know, either like a couple weeks or like the last one was like a two and a half month stint. He worked seven days a week, 12 hours a day. Yeah. Making, he bought a uh, tailor made suit. He has a. <laughs> As a tailor made suit. Somebody tailor made him nice. to his measurements a suit. That fits him. Nice. I, at my job, could never afford that. No, I'm an off the rack guy. I'm an off the rack guy. In <laughs> yeah, fact, yeah. the suit that I bought for Alex's wedding, I had to wait till my fucking tax refund to get an right, off the rack right, suit. Right. right. <laughs> the, the, we got all right. So let me just let me really delve in here. Uh, <clears throat> Alec and uh, Colton, his buddy Colton, and I went out shopping for suits for his wedding. We got three suits at J.C. Penney for four hundred and eleven dollars yeah. each or total. Total. Okay. Yeah. That's total. Pretty good. That's really good. That, that is suit, very that is good. Really good. That suit is going to be the suit I wear at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, so yep. like, that's I get it. Yeah. It looks pretty damn good it's, too. Yeah. yeah. Like like, that's the thing. Like I like I've got a whole big fucking laundry list of shit that I wish I'd learned before I turned twenty five. Yeah. And and I had to learn kind of along the way. Yeah. Um. Like for instance. Uh, people will generally try to avoid work if possible. So yeah. if you can talk someone out of something, yeah. they, they'll generally be willing to do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was just telling you earlier when you move when you move into a place of your own, yeah. get a plunger before you need it. It's, it's funny you should <laughs> say I lear- that. I learned that one the hard way. It's funny you should say that because literally, <laughs> while we were doing the show, like at the break, yeah. my fiance texted me and said, "Hey." When you go out this week, you need to buy a toilet brush and a plunger. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. yes, did I do. Really? Yes, she did. I swear to God. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, yeah. that we were talking. I about told that her. I'm like, you know, ago. we were literally just talking about that. There, there are so many just like because home ec at, in high school. Yeah. Taught me a couple of things. They taught me like oven uh, safety. I learned and to sew. How to use an oven. I learned, I learned to, to make sew. a set of fuzzy dice. I, I've never had to sew ever again. No, I'll tell you I what. Made, I made some boxer shorts. Yeah, right. And that was that was okay. So I'll tell you what I learned how to sew when I was four years old. 
Yeah. My grandma had an old Singer sewing machine. I almost bought one. We were out shopping stuff yeah. for the wedding. I almost bought a Singer sewing machine so I could sew again. If I was going to teach home ec, here the things I would the things I would teach now after after, you know, a few years of cooking experience are turn the stove to a lower temperature than what you think you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> especially if it's electric. I learned especially I lear- if it's electric. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. Uh uh it's really hard to fuck up eggs and it's really hard to fuck up pasta. Yep. Yeah. Uh, soup will take you a long way. Yep. And if you have enough spices, you can, it, well, you know, we watched Firefly. It's like Shepard Book said, a man can last till <laughs> judgment day on canned food if he's got enough rosemary. That's yeah. right. It's the truth. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely yeah. the truth. Real, real basic shit about cooking yeah. that I wish I'd known when I, when I started doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, well, I kind I kind of wish I had really gotten acquainted with meal planning as a young guy. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> as opposed to living I from impulse to spit. impulse. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right? I just breathe my own spit and continue. <laughs> well, I, I think about something. Uh, this is where like the military is a good thing for some people because they teach you. It's that next level of discipline after you get out of high school. And yeah. it teaches you basic things like make your bed in the morning, which yeah. I haven't done in a long time. No. The dad and dad, that was like one of dad's big things is like, no, you need to make your bed. And like, I know how to do hospital corners now. Yeah. You know, dad taught me yeah. that a long time yeah. ago. So I could do, I could do the 45 degree angle. I could have a, a drill instructor do the 45 degree angle thing. And yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I could pass every time. <laughs> so like, you know. It's it's little shit like that that you know that starts your day off and you know right the yeah. things that make you a good person <laughs> you maybe know maybe just like at at least an organized person yeah, a, right. a mindful person sure, Mind, sure. mindfulness is not a skill you are taught anywhere no. no no there's there's definitely there is every reason to learn how to live in the moment and to um I I feel like be I, reactionary. Sure, I feel like I learned this from Calvin and Hobbes, but it, it that might not be. Theodore Roosevelt once said, do what you can with what you have where you are. Yeah. Right. And th- that's all you can really say. There, yeah. y- you know, you can't, you can't be, you know, sitting there, you know, in the middle of the poor rain thinking like, oh, fuck, I really wish I had an umbrella right now. <laughs> make a, make your own fucking umbrella. Right, what do right. you got around you? You have your, you know, you got your jacket, pull it over your head. Yeah. There's a building right over there. Get, get underneath it. You know? Right. You Learning to live within the means that you have is a really important skill that isn't taught and it's yeah. something that if you can't learn to do that, that's how you, that's how people accrue mountains of debt. Sure. You know. Hey, yeah. Living underneath a, a right. mountain I'm of I'm debt. working my way out of it. And now, now I, I now I have to like live. Yeah. Now, so. I, now I will say the big downside, I've never had a credit card. Yeah. So I don't, I have no credit at all. That's fine. So that's where I, Trish is at. That's it's, fine. It's not fine in the eyes of like, if I, if I want a house one day, if I, you know. No, I'll tell you what, you have an apartment. That's a very good step. Mm-hmm. Even without the credit card. It is not mandatory for them to report that to credit agencies, mm-hmm. like, like rent paid oh, on time okay. or anything. Some, some places do it. Most don't. I will okay. warn um, you about this. Build credit in every way you can, except acquiring debt. debt. By which I do, I by know. which I don't mean to say, don't use a credit card. I mean, right? And always, that's, and that's the fucked up thing. Like, balance. that's the fucked up thing. Like I've chosen up to this point not to use a credit mm-hmm. card, but now, like I, 
I'm lear- I learn I, I kind of need one because so, I need to establish credit. Sure, right, right. So I'll tell you what, like this is where Trish is at right now. She has a credit card with a $200 limit because that's what you have to do. She was that's a good idea. freaking out. We filled out our application today. She was flipping out because she's like worried that the credit's going to. It didn't, obviously. You know, we're going to sure, move sure. in. But she was she was really worried about that. Her credit score, and it's not for like bad debt or anything. It's it's because she's new. She has new. She's new credit. That's there, what it there, says on your yeah, report. There is no credit. Yeah. So her score was five forty. They ran. You know, they have to run a hard check when you get an apartment. That yeah. dinged her score down lower. She got the credit alert, credit karma alert for it. So it dings your score. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's. Uh, I you know I can't remember what happened. You got to uh, work your way out of it, man. Yeah, I can't remember what happened when I when I first moved in to that complex because I I put the deposit down and and I I got in. Yeah. And this time when I when I moved in, as a credit reference, I wrote I used to be a resident here and I'm in good standing. Yeah. And you know that was enough. Sure, that's good enough. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's the thing. That's why I think one of the big reasons we got in is because uh, I the the office manager there, um, the the younger lady, the skinny one. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Mary, I think her name's Mary. Um, she she knows because I'm the one who usually walks the rent check over, so she knows I live there. Right. And she she even told me she's like, I you're you don't have an application on file, right? I said no, I don't. But she's like, but yeah, you live, you live here. So yeah, yeah. So she knows that there's somebody in the building that I, you know what I mean. But we're, you know, it's it's not as hard as you think to you know do a lot of that stuff. Realtors, if you're trying to get a house, realtors will work with you to get you a house. You, know, you might have a thirty. <laughs> they, year, they want to make that sale, right? You're they, gonna. You yeah. might have a thirty and, year mortgage. And banks want your debt. Right, right. Desperately, they right. desperately want to be the people you they want. They to. want that mortgage, man. Yeah. They they want that. They want that. They want those fucking papers. Yeah, um, yeah. It's I'm I'm moving into this stage in my life where like I I feel really confident that I get it now. Like I like and I I you know I've been saying that for ten years. Like I, you know I I get it. I got adult life, and, <laughs> but now but now for real, I really I really <laughs> but feel now like, actually though. <laughs> But, but see, like now I know because it's like you said earlier, you know, uh, everyone, everyone is bumbling around. It's just to what degree you can fake sure. it and, and to what degree you can be like, oh, yeah, of course, I know what FICA stands for. You know, like, <laughs> you know, uh, but it, it it really is. It's that it's that sense now that like, you know, OK, I get the game now. Yeah. I, I get what what's expected of me. And I, I know, you know, the path of least resistance right. to get there. You see, the thing, I kind of feel like, talking about life events, and this is one that hasn't happened yeah. for me yet, <laughs> but I feel like one of the ways that you really, really grow up, I don't think it's happened for any of us yet, uh, it will someday, is having to take care of your parents. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the point, I feel like, at which, mm. I mean, and having kids is a version of that same change yeah. where it's like, now I'm really responsible for right. something, and it, and it helps that it's really, I really tiny. About I was say, I have the feeling of all <laughs> of all my friends, I am probably the one who's most likely to have kids at some point. Oh, yeah. Which is going to sure. be great for those kids, I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. going to have they're, a lot of really cool uncles. They're going to have a, a right. right, exactly. They're going to have a bunch of really fucking cool people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know. It's gonna be that's a, that's a challenge, but yeah, you know, I mean, like I'm, uh, my dad's sixty eight, yeah, um, and he's, you know, he's not going anywhere. He's sharp as a tack, you know what I mean? But you know, getting older, you know, I, yeah. I, the 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 hardest thing for me is watching him. We go out and play golf, you know, um, 
we're not go he's his league's on Tuesday, so we're gonna be going on the other day. Yeah. Um uh but when he came back, uh, you know, my dad is somebody who I spent my entire life getting my ass kicked at golf. Yeah. Guys, guys, <laughs> you know, uh <sighs> You know, not a par golfer, but he's regularly, you know, 39. Sure. You know, 40. He's under, gotcha. he's under bogey golf. Yeah. Right. You know, so I spent my whole life getting my <laughs> ass kicked by him. And I'm watching him now. He's getting older, um, you know, and weaker. He can't get off. I, I see him. I'm out driving him by 70 or 80 yards Yeah, off the tee, which I never did. Yeah. Guy was always an enormous hitter. Um, yeah. you know, so I'm I, and like, we're getting to this or uh, yeah, I'm going to see my dad drive sometime. No. Oh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dad, when he's on fire, man, dad can play. Yeah. Um, yeah. but he's, uh, it's, it's like, it's watching him now. Like that's where I'm starting to see it. Just like little things like, uh, you know, watching the old man go up the stairs. Um, you know, which yeah. is something that's going to happen to all of us. You know, yeah. it's, it's hard. You know, we're watching him try and get off the tee and not be able to do it. And you know, what? we're right. on that trajectory now. Yeah, like, yeah, like I don't, I don't think I'm incapacitated, but I'm demonstrably less tough than yeah, I was. Absolutely, at like 25. Yeah, I can't like have, I can't, for example, have my fiance lay her head on my chest for too long without it hurting. Like, I'll be like, he oh, to bruise. I'm going like to get a, a bruise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. yeah. Well, I like I'll sometimes have my arm around my girlfriend for a while, and then go, ah, oh, God, my shoulder. Right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Start yeah. To, stuff stops working after a while. Yeah. But no, yeah. yeah. Taking care of your parents. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna be reality at some point. Like, right. you know, you're being gonna... responsible for other people is a humongous life change. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's weird, and it happens to us all eventually. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah, what you do with. I remember when um, when my grandma died. Yeah. You know. My mom was, you know, she took basically, she has, she has, you know, she's been working at where she's working for so long that she has like eight weeks of paid time off available That's to her. Pretty rare. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's incredible. But like, I, you know, when grandma was dying. You know, that's what she did. Like, she took all that time and like basically lived there with her and, you know. You know, stuff like helping her into bed, helping her off the toilet, you know, yeah. it's stuff that you're going to have to yep. reckon with. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. for sure. It's like um, I'm, I'm thinking about this lately just because like, I'm, you know, like my, my grandpa, like, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, he, he injured his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, and like he's at home a lot. And, I'm, you know, my mom is spending a ton of time over his place helping to care of him. Yeah, sure. And I think like. That's me someday. Like, yeah. there's going to come a time when my mom and my dad, my stepdad, they're gonna, they're going to need help. Sure. And it's just weird to think of adjusting like the change in your relationship with someone yeah. when you got it when you got to do that when you when you're looking out for them, you know, as much as or more than yourself. Right. Right. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like I I got, I got to see uh. that happen firsthand. Like that. It's a very personal connection. Um, yeah, you know, and I got to watch it with with people who were, you know, my mom and my grandmother were real close, and I got to watch that already incredibly tight bond get even tighter. Yeah. You know, it was very important. Um, it's just, and it's it's heavy, and you watch the drain it takes. Yeah, out yeah. of somebody, you watch you watch how hard it is, and you really learn how tough you are, or how tough somebody is by watching them. Do that for someone for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you get to you get to. At some point, we're all going to have to experience that firsthand. You know, like, yeah. What kind of what kind of man are you? What kind of woman are you? How can you? You know what I mean? How yeah. are you going to be able to do this? Right. So. 
Man, I feel like we ought to lighten the tone up here. Yeah, sorry. We got real on this Here's comedy a, uh, podcast where people laugh at poops and butts. <laughs> Major life event. First time getting high. Yeah. Oh, hey. a, oh man. <laughs> all, right, all right. So real talk. You guys want to get into the first high stories? Because that was like that was a that was a thing. I don't what know for my, anybody else. What was my first high it, story? That did change my life because that was. Oh. That was, was my uh, key to the feel, popular I feel, garage. I feel a little uncomfortable talking about this because there's some people. I don't even know if they listen. <laughs> there's some people in my life I've never talked to about this ever. Getting high? Really? Yeah. Really? There's certain people in my life that, well, that you, have no idea. You never got high. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, you I've never, never talked about how I've never did you that. Never, you never smoked right. pot. I am very comfortable <laughs> Explaining. The I remember. I remember the, the. I remember the first time I didn't smoke pot. It wasn't at a, a, a like a little house party with my coworkers at the time who didn't live up the street from YSU, um, <laughs> and so we we weren't uh, doing shots of slow gin and playing three man the mm-hmm. entire night. Right. Um, and then slow la- gin is delicious. And then uh, <laughs> and then later on, uh, uh, one totally of my, didn't. One of the guys I, I worked with didn't offer me uh, uh, a blunt, and I didn't say, <laughs> you know, you know, this is this is this is gonna be my. This is gonna be my my first time, and he didn't get super stoked about it, and and you know, <laughs> right? Didn't take didn't take me out to the car and take a few puffs and look at the stars for a while, yeah. and we didn't go back inside and drink more slow gin. Right? Potheads. I had that experience of someone being really excited. Potheads are always really excited <laughs> when it's your first time. Yeah, they're super into it. As someone who has been the guy who's super into it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's cool because you get to watch somebody. Have fun and awaken that thing that yeah, you're already it's, in it's, on. Uh, I'll tell you after the podcast what this guy's job is now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's right. hilarious. Right. Yeah. So uh, my first time, definitely not smoking marijuana. Uh, uh, I bought, I didn't tell anybody that it wasn't my first time. I did it by myself. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, the guy who sold me the pot was a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he thought that I smoked because I put on this like, yeah, yeah, totally, you know, because yeah. those were the friends yeah. that I had. Well, those so you, were the friends who took me in. Well, I see. You're probably walking around yeah. wearing torn jeans and a Nirvana T-shirt. Exactly. You just assumed, assumed that I was with the long hair and a pot, right? Yeah. Well, that well, that was exactly the look I was going for. And those were the friends that I already had. So sure. yeah. he sold me uh, a dime bag of pot. And by the way, I don't know. Like, I have friends who, s- who smoke pot still. And like a dime bag of pot looks a lot different now than a dime bag of pot looked when I was younger. Oh, really? Like a dime bag Bigger of pot, or smaller, uh, significant, sm- significantly smaller. A dime yeah. bag of Ouch. pot, uh, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Someone's got their finger on the scale, eh, boys? Yeah, right. A dime bag used to go a lot farther when I was I, younger. I can't wait until like the commissioner of weights and measures for yeah. every township is in on the pot trade. I know, right? <laughs> so like at your gas pump where it's got a stamp from yeah. some elected official, you can pick up a dime bag and it's got some guy's stamp. Hell yeah! It's inspected by the yep. commissioner for weights and measures. Mm, this is the stickiest yeah, of solid, the Yankee. One solid dime bag. Approved. But you know what? When it becomes legal, it's going to become so lame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's pretty it's, good. It will. It will be less edgy. Yeah, it'll be less edgy for sure. Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't make like stuff like super troopers and kind of like right. tap into a subculture yeah. because the subculture just becomes the yeah, culture. Yeah, right, exactly. It's like how drinking beer was real edgy when you were younger, and yeah. now it's just like yeah. it's just like it's Tuesday. what I this is what I do. <laughs> right, it's just yeah. Tuesday. Like, it's just like every day of my life now. <laughs> 
No, but when I, uh, I, I, everybody just assumed that I smoked pot. So I bought it. And the first time, maybe this is why I always like getting high by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got this and I, I didn't know how to roll a joint, so I didn't have paper. I was too afraid to go to the gas station to buy papers. So I, I <laughs> took, they're gonna know, man. Right. I I was not, however, too afraid to go buy cigarettes at sixteen. So I had cigarettes. Right. And uh, <laughs> I I unrolled all the tobacco out of one of my marble reds and I just stuffed it with pot. And uh, so this is how much a dime bag used to get you. I was able to smoke two joints of this shit and still have enough for two more joints later. Tell me you tore the filter off, right? No, I smoked it with the filter. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. So I yeah. smoked it, right? Uh, and I didn't get high, maybe because the filter was on there. I smoked yeah. the entire one. You think? Right. And I got there and I like I went back inside and I'm like waiting for it to happen. And I'm like, well, this is kind of fucking usually the filter doesn't matter because I used to take them into concerts like that. Yeah. And yeah. get stoned at concerts. I think it was just like it didn't wasn't something that my brain was used to. Uh, so it yeah. took a, a minute uh, and I went back inside and I rolled like not like the full cigarette, but most of it. And I put the rest in there and I'm like, well, maybe I just need to do more. Maybe that's what I'm missing out on. And I went yeah, back right. outside and I smoked the other one. And nothing happened. And I was like, oh, fuck, this, this sucks. And then I'm thinking, like, you know, maybe Kenny, like, ripped me off. And then I'm thinking, like, no, he he didn't do that. He, right. he wouldn't do that to me and then have to face me at school the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he wouldn't do that. So I went, I went back upstairs and I, like, <clears throat> hit all my shit. I had a spot behind my dresser where I would hide everything. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I, I figured, like, my next step is to get that smell off me because it smells horrible. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah. it smells. I mean, it smells distinct. It's, it's distinct, not horrible. Yeah, but it's very strong. So I, I'm like, I, I stashed all my stuff and I started walking down my hallway. I was going to go downstairs and like wash my hands and you know do a quick rinse off of the shower and brush my teeth and all that. <laughs> and as I'm walking down the hallway, I've had this experience. It started happening. Like I started, I got high all at one time. <laughs> yeah. It took. It was like it was like on a. a, a it was like a delayed effect. It took like 15 minutes for all this to happen. Yeah. But I'm walking down the hallway and I'm like, I remember thinking like, when is this stuff supposed to, whoa, <laughs> like that was the exact thought in my head and it happened. And I remember I started walking down the stairs and the first high thought that I had was, so this is why people do this. Yeah. It's, yep. it's just, it's just, it's so good. Yeah. It's just incredible. <laughs> I remember for me, like it would, it would be like, I would, I would notice because I forgot the last one and a half seconds. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. That's how it would be like, yeah. oh, oh wait, what, what was, oh, oh yeah. You know, my, that's right. <laughs> my first time incidentally ended with me. I took a popcorn bowl and I filled it with Captain Crunch <laughs> And I watched Happy Gilmore and ate the whole thing. There you go. It was incredible. My, uh, I, I feel like my my first couple times were were kind of cheap, and because I yeah. was also drinking at the time. Yeah, no, yeah, and gotta just. Gotta it's hard just to separate the sensations in a way, right? You know, yeah. I, I remember the the first time that I oh god, I can't believe we're gonna talk about this actually. But the first time I ever smoked pot, it was with a guy that I work with. You remember over from Mark's? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our yeah. Buddy. Mutual buddy. Yeah. Also, the guy who sold me uh, the 
best acid I've ever had in my life. I took entirely too much of the trip for 36 hours. Yeah. So he had suggested it at work one day and I went, all right, I yeah. guess so. And I went, I went to his place. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before. I feel Not like on I the haven't. podcast. You've told, yeah. I think you've told me the story. Yeah. So we, he was all excited. He had everything like yeah, lined right? up. He was going to make it awesome. Yeah. We, I, I was sitting in his room. He put on, Bob Dylan, everyone must get, get stoned. stoned, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, he, had, he had this big bong. You yeah. Know, we were like taking relatively huge. Yeah. Oh, rips yeah. Off it's, of- it's impossible to take a small rip out of a bong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're there to get <laughs> fucked up if, yeah. if somebody's got a bong. Uh, and we, and then we, and I kind of enjoyed that for a while. Yeah. And then I was terrified that there were police right outside the door. I was convinced yeah, I, they were like right outside the see, door. See, that's not cool. <laughs> then he, he put on half baked and he fed me a ho ho. Yeah. And a can of Coke, and that was cool. Yeah. Here's where it got terrible. I got a phone call. My mom called me because everyone had head lice from the vacation we had taken like a week before. Oh, great. And she needed me to come home and check my head for head lice. Oh. While I was... So I had to go home and in terror... Sit there as my mom literally combed <laughs> over my head. <laughs> like, like, there's no, like. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like it couldn't have been worse if I had had, like, a cop had to take my t- temperature with a thermometer. Right. <laughs> it would have been exactly as horrifying as that was. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. It was. That, <laughs> that should have been the last time, I think. Right. Because yeah. that would have been enough. to. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really good though. This is like real talk. I haven't I haven't been high in a very long time. Yeah, it's really good. This is like anybody who ever wants to get high, it's totally cool. It's yeah. you know, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting stoned. Yeah. There is something wrong with getting stoned every day. Yeah, right. And not being able to function. Sure, but you know, it's like a, it's, it's, any it's, of those things. It's a life balance. You don't want anything yeah, to anything in moderation. It's yeah. a, it's fun, man. It's it's a blast. Yeah, I used to love to get high. By myself, that was a huge thing in my life was, you know, like the, the first time I smoked pot and then how engrossed in that culture yeah. I got. Uh, <laughs> I was, dude, I was super into it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it does offer you new ways to think about things. Yeah, sure. New ways to think about sure. old things. Sure. Yeah. And by that token, like, uh, I don't, under, I guess I kind of get the like pot as a gateway drug kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to do heroin. Yeah. I never wanted to do crystal meth. Yeah. Um, but I did want to do hallucinogenics, uh, and I do recommend that to everybody if you ever get the chance. Yeah. I've never had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, one of the, it's not it's uh it's not a like do that and then go to work kind of thing. It's a yeah. It's a like you need the day to process what just happened to you kind of thing. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, like I went, I went, you know, I was way into the hippie psychedelia kind yeah. of thing for a long time, <clears> um, <throat> and it's cool, man. It's a it's a, a an awakening thing. I take that as a, a big moment in my life. Is the first time you experience that. Everybody I'll, should. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a, a big turning point in my life here. Um, on the topic of hanging out with friends from work, doing uh, stuff, hanging out. This was even before I started dating my ex, uh, uh, who you who you guys are, are well acquainted with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she's she's the one I usually credit with getting me into hockey. But the first mm. full length hockey game I ever watched was the one where the Pittsburgh Penguins won the cup in 2009 against uh, the, the Devils, Devils, right? Was it the Devils? or the, No, it was the Wings. Was it the Wings? It was the Wings. Okay. Hmm. It was my, w- featuring my favorite hockey call of all time by Doc Emmerich, right? <laughs> game, which, which was that one? Game seven. That's the one on Flurry, ten, right? Ten seconds left, and Marc-Andre Flurry just, the face-off is in the pen zone. There's 10.1 
or so left on the clock. And Marc-Andre Fleury just has to withstand the last rush yeah. to win the cup. And he stops in 10 seconds, three consecutive shots. <laughs> oh, fuck. I remember Fleury! that. Yeah, he, he, and Doc Emmerich's just like bursting at the seams. It's like, uh, uh, Taken by such and such, just shot on goal, and another shot fought off by Fly, and he's just—it's <laughs> like with the swell of the crowd, like yeah. everybody in oh, yeah. in Detroit rising up as yeah. these shots are flying yeah. at him, waiting I, for the I, goal. I remember they booed when they brought the cup out. Yeah. I, re- yeah, I remember. I remember my boss at the time; he was there too. My boss at the time was going like, "Like, what the fuck are you doing? Grocery get, class. get some class, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah." Um, which is, I was super proud of the Pittsburgh crowd when when we when yeah. we lost they were cheering and yeah. they were you know you know people um, chucking empties on the ice they didn't they didn't have people throwing beer on the ice <laughs> fuck you philadelphia um piece of shit <laughs> unwashed assholes. asshole of a city um but uh but yeah no uh 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 that was my that was when i became a pens fan and like you know even with you know the the what uh, seven years yeah. of of drought, you know. I was still yeah. a fan throughout, and uh, you know that was that was my pivotal moment. Where I was like, "How have I not watched this game before? This is awesome." Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is good. Well, you, I mean, like I, the teams that I picked that were my favorite teams were teams that sucked when I got into them. Yeah, right? you know what I mean. So like, I didn't get to like the. I watched like I knew I knew who Ray Bork was. I watched the Avalanche win the Cub, yeah. and. Uh, uh, you know, I obviously, you know, like uh, Phil Esposito and uh, Bobby Orr and sure. Cam Neely, you know, all those names as a Boston fan, but I didn't get to watch him win it until a couple years ago. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, which was just unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I remember, incredible. I remember that. I remember the greatness remember, of <laughs> Tim Thomas. Char- yeah. Tim Tom. Oh my God. Incredible. Should retire that number. Yeah. I, re- I remember that. Uh, you remember that uh, credit card commercial where he's in the back of the cab <laughs> and the, the woman's got the picture of it. He's Peggy, help. Yeah. <laughs> he's like sinking down in the back seat. Um, yeah, no, I remember um, uh, this kid that grew up across the street from me, uh, like way back in the day, did, like randomly decided because he liked their logo that he was going to be a Seahawks fan in yeah. like 1993. Sure. Yeah. And then a few years ago, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. He, he's, he stuck with them. Yeah, God bless him. He stuck to. with them the entire right. time. Which is why I continue to <laughs> watch the turmoil of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, a it's, man. It's Sisyphean, but yeah. you know, we, we hope that one day when we're when we got we got our own personalized bedpans it'll right. pay off, you know. Right. It will. Do you know how sweet that's gonna be? Oh, oh yeah. you know it's how gonna sweet be, that's gonna it's be. It's gonna be great. I, I don't wanna be at the game when it happens. I wanna be in Cleveland when I'm, it happens. I'm gonna I'm gonna get yeah. I'm gonna get GPS on my retinal implants so yeah. I can know exactly what direction to face towards Baltimore. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the complete opposite direction and pull my pants down <laughs> and moon the that's entire right. city of Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be it's it's kinda it's like, like the opposite of Mecca. Right. It's like praying to Mecca, except I'm mooning the city of Baltimore. <laughs> I wanna <laughs> <laughs> Body uh, more Myrtle Land. I want to be at Art Modell's grave when the Browns <laughs> win the cup. I want to. I want to as soon as or when the Browns win the cup. When the Browns win the the Super Bowl. I want to. The Browns might win the, the cup. Browns win win the, the cup. the Browns might win the cup. <laughs> they might. They're yeah. more likely to win the cup than they are to win the Super Bowl. Right. But when, I want to be there with a cheap cigar. I want to bite the end off of it, light it, and piss on Art Modell's grave when it happens. <laughs> yeah. How kinda beautiful. Just, I just kind of want to be there to look down and go, 
Huh. Yeah, fuck you. you. How about you might that? Have to, you might have to get in line, man. <laughs> right, honestly, yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> you gotta you gotta get there and start charging some fucking admission. <laughs> Just hire some security guys, like yeah. like one on each corner of a velvet rope, and then two on each side. One at a time, gentlemen. Yeah. One at a time. Just start charging admission to yep. piss on his grave. Yeah, fuck you, Art Modell. <laughs> Piece of shit. Uh, How far are we? Uh, we're sitting about an hour forty-five. Yeah, you, you, I think is a good place. To, yeah, I think we had a sure. you know we had a pretty good conversation there. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. So. That's uh, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of what have you, a lot of what have you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, a lot we, of new shit has come to light. Yeah. We probably could have uh, talked about more, and maybe another time we will talk about more big life experience. Yeah, we kind of, we well, you know, again, the topic is not a, uh, a, a like a, a firm how to. It's just uh, you know facilitating conversation. It's framework so. for us to talk about uh, wieners usually, boobs and butts. <laughs> Framework for us to talk it's about. It's just a nice scaffolding to put fart jokes yeah, on. Boobs slash butts. Slash butts. Slash boobs. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. We will be back momentarily with uh, recommendations and then what we learned. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey everybody, we're back on. Yep. Yeah, yeah buddy. Oh, All right. Boy. <laughs> we're back. Uh, so yeah. uh, I guess it's time to get into recommendations for the night. It's recommendation time, boyo. Yeah, we're gonna let's get into. Let's get through it real quick here. Yeah. So uh, yeah. who wants to start? Anybody have a rec? You want to go for it? I've got. A, I've got a rec. Yeah. Hit it. I'll make it quick. Wolfenstein, the new order. Yeah, dude. dude um, I want to play those that fucking game so games, man. The new, the new ones are fucking good, man. The first of two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the 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 most recent one being the new Colossus, which right. I I own and haven't played. Uh, yeah. but There's I, also the old Blood, which was an, uh, another one that was like a. It's like a it's, like one point five. It's kinda. an expansion content type thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, uh, New Order takes place in an alternate reality where the Nazis win the war. Uh, B.J. Blaskowitz incurs a, a traumatic head injury and, and wakes up in 1960, uh, and the and the Nazis control everything. Um, uh, I'll say I'll say. Okay, so the new Doom I feel like I've talked about on the show, yeah. which brings back the you know the the great run and gun, you know, jump and fucking shoot everywhere, and the way know, a game is supposed to be, the way a Doom game is supposed to be, no sure. filler, just murder. Um, Wolfenstein is much the same way, except you have stealth options. Yeah. You're you're BJ Blaskowitz. You gotta you know subterfuge the Nazis in whatever way you can, and uh, you know going stealth gets you rewards. It reveals collectibles on the map, yeah. for instance, if you're into collectibles and shit. If you're not into that, you can just run in guns blazing, and because you're BJ Blaskowitz, you <laughs> could just blow Nazi brains out. The Hell you yeah. know yeah. Um, uh, what surprises me about about New Order is just how seriously it takes itself. And how graphic it can get! It can get. There's a very graphic scene where where uh, uh, Nazis come in and start executing mental patients who are very clearly, you know, just people with disabilities. Yeah. You know, uh, you know who who just you know don't don't know what go what are what's going on. They're screaming and yeah. And, you know, it's it's pretty genuinely it like it put a real knot in my stomach. Yeah. Um, very which, effective storytelling too because it's a thing that like you know you hear about you know the awful things Nazis did and and right, one of the most right. underplayed aspects. I think of Nazi evil is what they did to people that they considered, you know, lesser. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ment- mentally 
uh, infirm or less than. We talked about this with the uh, the Aspergers <clears throat> thing uh, yeah. uh, a week or two ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was very it's 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 pretty disturbing. It's pretty graphic and visceral for something that's basically an yeah. interactive cartoon. Um, I've but heard it, it's like Bioshocky in levels of I haven't played. I've seen just you know gameplay. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty. It looks like Bioshock in a way. It feels like <laughs> yeah, Bioshock. it's story wise. It's yeah. pretty yeah. up there. Um, uh, but then you know it it redeems it redeems itself like like you know B J Blazkowicz is you know he, he's pretty much a vegetable for fourteen years and uh, you know he's in this mental hospital you know kind of in a daze unable to move and uh, right as this is happening it gives you a, a quick time prompt to grab a fucking butter knife and then <laughs> and then when the Nazi comes next to you you just stand up. And just stab him right in the neck and just rip his fucking jugular <laughs> out with this butter knife. <laughs> it's the best, man. Hell yeah. If you if you really want just some unapologetic Nazi kill on action. Hell yeah. Yes. Wolfenstein, the new order. And I assume from I've heard loads of good things about New Colossus. I haven't played it yet, but I'm I'm probably halfway through New Order and it is unbelievably good. You certainly will rip through Nazis with your brand spanking new GTX 1080, won't you? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um, there, are, there are points in, you know, a lot of recent games, uh, GTA 5, Far Cry 5, uh, where, you know, even on max settings, you'll get, you know, 60 plus consistently. And then, yeah. you, you know, if there's a lot of activity, you might dip down a bit. With Wolfenstein, it's been a constant 100 FPS the Crisp, entire yeah, time yeah. at max settings. It's incredible how nice. good this game is optimized. Id Software, the original yeah. first-person shooter gods of PC gaming, yeah. show a lot of love to the PC community with how well they've optimized this game. And it's just, it's good old fashioned. <laughs> there, there's a part where there's a certain bed. If you look around, you'll find it. It'll, it'll, the action prompt will say nightmare. If you hold E, it'll fill up. You go to sleep, you wake up in the original Wolfenstein. Little, Hell yeah. No way. The first level of the original Wolfenstein, you just, you just get to play through it. He's like, Fucking you know, strange dreams. Can't escape the killing, you know. That's so cool. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, you know, little, little, little love for the for the OG PC gaming yeah. community. Um, I'll tell you what. I don't know if you know, but Return to Castle Wolfenstein is one of my favorite games ever. Return to Castle Wolfenstein is art. Yeah, it's very, it's <laughs> it very good. Very incredible. good. Which, which one ends with basically Robo Hitler? Is Mecha it the Hitler. first? Is that's the, the first, first that's one? That's the very first Wolfenstein. Yeah, the yeah. first, the very first FPS ever made. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The original, it was, the original Wolfenstein, which I have um, on a floppy disk. Return to Castle <laughs> Wolfenstein features uh, uh, the Thule Society, yeah. Hitler's paranormal right. division, resurrecting a, an ancient Teutonic knight. Yeah. you know who was, who was locked away for a thousand years. You know, uh, and you got to fight him as the last boss, and it's incredible. It is very. My good. favorite um, part of Wolfenstein is the cover. With a oh, Patrick yeah. Swayze looking dude <laughs> yes. coming in like boots, blade, yep. like boots flying in, no shirt on, I think. Or yeah. He's telling me you don't want to buy that game. Yeah, like, this is the coolest game art of right. all time. Billy Blazkowicz, yeah. the original, the OG first person shooter hero. Yeah, uh, makes a triumphant return in these in these latest two games, and I cannot recommend New Order enough. It is shitloads of fun. Nice, and you should you should get it. It's got giant Nazi robot dogs. It's got regular size Nazi dogs with armor on. It's got <laughs> it's got Nazis with electro packs on. You stab them in the fucking neck. 
Hell yeah. It's got it's got Orwellian dystopia, you know, fucking you're you know, you're at the forefront of the revolt because you're BJ motherfucking Blaskowitz. <laughs> I, I find myself increasingly these days saying things that begin with now that the Nazis are bad. <laughs> yeah. Just remember, it's okay to it's okay according to <laughs> to Wolfenstein and the reaction to it. It's yeah. okay to shoot a Nazi. It's okay to blow a Nazi's head off. It's okay to stab a Nazi. It's okay to punch a Nazi to death. It's okay to break every bone in a Nazi's body. It's yeah. okay to strangle them. It's okay to eviscerate them. <laughs> yes, you can't punch them though. Yeah, you yeah, can't right. actually you can't punch a real Nazi. <laughs> punching a punching a Nazi is still off limits. It's an actual an actual Nazi in the literal face. <laughs> no, not happening. No go. No go. No. <laughs> Okay. No, because we gotta be sensitive to the Nazis. Yeah, right. Their feelings oh, are so fucking precious. Right. Well, they have you know they have normal uh, humanizing haircuts now. You know. They look <laughs> right. Like... Yeah. No. Punch any Nazi you see. This is a three dudes endorsement. If you run into an actual literal Nazi, yeah, fuck them. Who cares? Fucking deck them. <laughs> you don't even have to have a reason. They're a Nazi. Yeah. Your this fucking granddad is... <laughs> made a living killing these motherfuckers. <clears throat> you know. It seems like pretty gnarly advice, but I have a real hard time saying no to that. <laughs> Deck them, lay them out, knock out every fucking tooth in their mouth, and then say you're lucky you didn't kill them like fucking granddad used to, you know? <laughs> fucking. It, 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 feels, it feels bad. It feels bad actually sitting there going yes to that. But then, you know, yeah, on the other, but on the other hand, I know. And on the other hand, I remember when uh, my buddy Blaine at work said, if it was good enough for Captain America, right. it's yep. good enough for Hell me. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think about fucking. I'm thinking yeah. about my uncle who got malaria fighting the Nazis in New Guinea. Uh, so, yeah, you know, fuck yeah. the Nazis. <laughs> my uncle would have had hair if it wasn't for you bastards. Uh, a direct, fuck you people. A direct quote from Superman. If you ever see a classmate disrespecting another kid for his his race, his religion, his national origin, remind him that kind of talk is un-American. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. The, that's the fucking America I want to Hell yeah. In. Yeah. All right. All right. Now. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> no, uh, I also want to uh, also want to recommend a game here. Uh, I, this yeah. is a. I just looked it up. It's actually a Switch exclusive. So I know you guys don't have Switches yet. I'm going to show you this game yes. at some interval. Um, but anybody listening at home who does have a Nintendo Switch, uh, I'm going to recommend a game for the Switch. It's a little indie game. It's called Golf Story. Um, okay. It's fifteen dollars on the Nintendo eShop. Um, it is $15 well spent. It is a, it is a, it's a joy. It's a, it's an RPG, uh, about, believe it or not, golf. Yeah. Uh, there was a, uh, there was a Game Boy Color Mario Golf game that followed an RPG format. Oh my God. Is that a fucking great game? I bought that. <laughs> I'm so glad you know that. I game bought I'm that about. game. I bought that game for, uh, my buddy Alec, who's been, yeah, Alec, you know, a uh, friend of the podcast, been on the show. Who the hell is Several that? times. Yeah, that guy? Who? <laughs> Uh, I bought I bought that game Don't for Alec. So you guys remember Value City when Value City was yeah. big around here? Value yeah. City used to sell Game Boy Color games, and not only did they sell Game Boy Color games, they sold the best Game Boy Color games that you couldn't buy anywhere else. The Animorphs game. Yeah, the <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about Grand Theft Auto One and Two on the Game Boy Color. Oh yeah, they, they sold Ready to Rumble boxing on the Game Boy <laughs> Color. They sold games that you could not buy anywhere else 
Like you can't you can't go to Walmart and find these games because they were just like not they were like B production Game Boy Color games. Okay, they quite often ended up being the best Game Boy games ever, and <laughs> all my favorite Game Boy games came from. Uh, with the exception of Pokemon, they came from Value City's bargain fifteen dollar bin. <laughs> so I got Mario Golf for Alec from uh, the Value City uh, fifteen dollar thing because it was a game that did not perform well on the Game Boy Color. Yeah, no. um, it also ended up being one of the coolest fucking games ever. Like he <laughs> went had an RPG. There, there was, was like RPG. A, there was like an Elite Four that you had right. to work up and beat. Right. Yeah. That's so sweet. We got and we you could play it on the Super Game Boy, which we did, and right. it's really cool. And you get bonus perks for playing it on the Super Game Boy. Too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. There's also a Mario Tennis that was out for Game Boy Color that right. had the same thing that you could play with Mario Tennis on the N64 and put your fucking created characters onto Mario Tennis for the N64. What? Mind blowing. We I went ham on. That I love Mario Tennis. I do, <laughs> and Mario Golf for that matter. Yeah, right. Uh, Alec and I are. If he's listening to this, Alec and I are Mario Tennis champions. <laughs> we beat the entire game on very hard difficulty as a doubles team one night. We just sat down and marathoned it and played it. We are Mario Tennis kings, and nobody ever wanted to play it with us. We were <laughs> fucking incredible at yeah. that game. One of the few games that I could kick the <coughs> shit out of anybody on. No uh, but I digress. Uh, Golf Story on the Nintendo Switch is a R- RPG uh, golf game, uh, and it's following your character uh, who was, uh, as a young boy taught by his father, how to golf. I'm not quite to the point yet where you find out what happened to your father. You, he's going to be the final champion. Maybe he was, he was golfed to death. <laughs> he's gone. Right. He, he's not, he's not in the story thus far. A gang the of only, rebel golfers, but his mother uh, under moved part to, of to Egypt death. where there is not a <laughs> hockey rink within 1000 miles. Right. But there's no, uh, there's no, uh, he, there's little hints that it's like, well, something happened, but now, yeah. and now dad's not here. So it's your character getting After back into the funeral. The, I was sent to live with my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping up on the, the happy Gilmore. Thing. Um, but no, you, you, it, it's your character getting back into golf and it features no less than the finest top-down RPG leveling that I've ever experienced. Yeah. And it's in a golf game. It's it's hard to explain. Wow. But it's on this system and it <clears throat> makes so much sense when you when you learn how to master it. You 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 get <laughs> when you level up, you get 5 points to spend on uh uh it's four or five skills. Power, accuracy, uh spin, Draw or fade manners. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, here's the kicker, Clothing. right? You, you want to get more power because you want to go longer, right? Right. Every yeah, time yeah. you level power, it dings away from your other stats. Like it ought to. So it balances <coughs> it out. You have to, you could put three points into power, but it's going to lessen your, your accuracy a little bit. So you have to adjust the accuracy. I feel up. like Mario golf did the same thing. Yeah, it is a brilliant level. Yeah, it's a really system. smart system. Yeah. So it, it forces you to, to play because you could just load all your stats into power, but you're not going to be accurate. You're not going to be able to hit anything. You're not going to have any control. So you could go really far. But it's especially nefarious that draw and fade are separate stats. Correct. Yeah. Well, it, it it, it's just it, it's this it's this Morty. nice little leveling system that that will ding you for trying to go ham and go too far, uh, and it's it, it makes the game very balanced, uh, and it also makes the game very fair. So you're playing, sure. and it's and it's this goofy kind of golf world. There's all these different kinds of courses. Yeah. Uh, you you start out at Well Worn Grove, which is 
you know, as the name implies, needs some love with yeah. the, the shady owner of the golf course who tasks you with uh, finding out the skinny on some of the other courses in the area in order to bring the course back to fruition and have the big tournament and prove yourself that you're worthy of being taught by the golf pro at yeah. the course. And and it's you just going through these courses and doing keeper me. Yeah, it's, it's these silly little challenges, things like, OK, so the one course that I'm at now is this like lofty hills course. And it's all these birds are around and you have to return. Somebody stole all the birds eggs and they're like golf ball shaped. And you have to return <laughs> the, the bird eggs to the birds by whacking them yeah. from certain spots to <laughs> certain spots so the birds can get their eggs back. And it's like challenging. It, it's like it's incredibly fair, but it's challenging golf game. What did you say this is for? It's for the switch. It's it's a switch exclusive right now. Okay. I would be very surprised if at some point you didn't see a steam port for this game. <gasps> uh, it, it's very good. It is well worth the fifteen dollars. It's quirky. It's written very well. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a little fun aside. I am addicted to this game. I, I found myself playing it and not being able to put it down. This sounds incredibly like, fun. It's really fun. It's super fun. I'll show you. I'll show you some little snippets of it. I'm actually really disappointed that I can't get it for PC yeah. right now. Yeah. Because I love I love this kind of game. It's a little indie game. Graphically, it's on point. Very colorful. Every course is super unique. Yeah. Um, mm. And it was designed with a lot of love and care. Yeah. Uh, so golf story, anybody who's got a switch, uh, worth the $15. It's like a 1.2 gig download for the switch. It's like, it's worth, it's worth that little bit of space. Are they still having this issue with the switch where it's like, it's got a lockdown limited internal memory. So like all these games, I feel like I remember when the switch came out, everyone was complaining that like you only have so much internal memory, 32 gigs, but on. yeah, but you have an SD card slot. Yeah, can you put games on that as well? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, you put you put them on the SD. Is that everybody? All the gripes and bitches that people had about the Switch, it's yeah, just they've gotten used to by now. Well, it's not even that. It's just people found stuff to bitch about that weren't actually problems, but look, <laughs> it looked like problems to the lame. It's like there was a thing yeah, that I saw on YouTube videos where they like they took the docking station apart, the plastic docking station for when you play it on your big TV. Yeah. And it's just a piece of plastic with a little video board that's like that big, and then they're like, "Look how cheap this is." And it's like, "Yeah, motherfucker," it's because. <laughs> it's not the console. Yeah, it's it's right. just a video switcher that sends the signal to the TV. It doesn't have to have anything in it. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, the like, power is not coming from the fucking right. uh, it's converter. From, from the tablet, you asshole. That's why you can play it portably. <laughs> yeah. But it's like dumb shit like that. And they're like, well, there's no internal memory. It's like, well, buy a memory card. They're like, you could get a, a, a 64 gig memory card for 20 bucks. Like, put it in there. See, this is since I haven't had a switch and I only kind of heard about the switch from people that have it. Dude, this is one of the things that was still hanging around in my head. Like it's it's Nintendo. They, they don't yeah. they don't really fuck up. Even no, like the Wii don't. U, which was was bad commercially, was really good. The, yeah, the Wii right. U was good. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I digress again. Switch. If you have it, uh, get Golf Story. If you don't, mm. wait either get a Switch or wait patiently for it to come out on Steam or some other platform because it's a lot of fun. Fingers crossed, man. I want to play that game. It's really uh, good. I'll show you some some clips from it. <coughs> Dave? Uh, so this is uh, my recommendation for the billionth time is something on TV. But I was talking <laughs> with you about this earlier, Ben, and this is something I feel really passionate about as far as television is concerned. I'm I'm really into TV. You guys know this. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I, I haven't seen, you know, probably 90 over 90 percent of the last year's movie releases. I don't follow up with movies a lot, but I love TV. Yeah, uh, my I this is a recommendation for people who are comedy nerds or people who are, you know, people who just love comedy. 
Arrested Development's fifth season is about to come out on the 23rd. (laughs) And the fourth season, which was released over a year ago now, was recently re-released as a remix uh, from the uh, from the previous release. So what they did was <clears throat> season four of Arrested Development, which was, you know, uh, revived by Netflix. It was a show that died after its third season on, on Fox. Mm-hmm. They brought it back to do a fourth season on Netflix. And the storytelling structure of the season was sort of set up differently, where instead of being a linear story, it was written in such a way that you got every character's perspective episode to episode. Of, like, the events that made up the whole season. Right. And there were a couple of repeats here and there so that, you know, they could tell, like, all the main characters and then do little extra bits at the end. But basically what ended up happening was a really cleverly devised concept that didn't play out that well. So, you know, it wasn't told linear. People got confused about you know, what was happening when, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. The, 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 the effect was really that it was better with rewatching. So you would see a setup for a joke in one episode. Then you would figure out what the actual joke was three episodes later. <laughs> right? Which is <sighs> which is complicated, but really gratifying. Yeah, when you figure it out. Yeah. yeah, like when you hear a one-off, you know, throwaway line, but then like three episodes later, now you get it because someone explains what was happening. Can you give me an example? Um, let me see if I can give it. I didn't watch past season one and I, I need to, cause that show is really good. <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, a really good example. Um, shit. I don't know if I can actually, I don't know if I can actually cite a good example. Um, that's all right. That's yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not great with recall, but so like there are little things that make a lot more sense when told in a linear way. Yeah. That didn't make as much sense when you tell them in those little pieces. So they released the fourth season again recently, and they did it in a linear order. So you get to watch episode to episode everything that happens to all the characters beginning to end. So that's my recommendation is if you tried watching the fourth season of Arrested Development and you were really confused by it (laughs) or really frustrated by it, I highly recommend watching again now that they released the remix of the fourth season. Um, they think there's like 22 or 23 episodes in total. Mm. Uh, it's much easier to follow and they edit it in such a way that it's still possible to, it's still possible to be surprised. You know, they kind of, they, they still did a good job of, of laying it out in a way that it, it, it grows as you go through the season, but it's just, it's much easier to understand what's actually happening. Yeah. You know, sort of in real time. Cool. Um, one of the things that. I think they were trying to do with the fourth season the first time they released it was there's this sort of like big mystery of um, one of the characters, one of the characters is either murdered or injured or, you know, uh, like we don't know what happened to them in, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but basically one character goes missing and might be dead, (laughs) right? (laughs) And that's like kind of a thing that they keep peppering in, um, it's much easier to see in real time what might actually have happened there as opposed to seeing little flashes of it in different yeah. episodes. So, um, yeah, anyway, I guess that's my recommendation is watch the fourth season of Arrested Development remixed. Uh, I think it's a lot more fun. I think some of the jokes pay off a little better when they when they follow each other a little more quickly. 
uh, and ultimately keep an eye out for season five. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good TV. Good TV. Good TV. Good TV. Oh, on a TV announcement, uh, the creators of Game of Thrones announced something that I think we all already suspected was coming. They're delaying it another six. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you asshole. No, they're, they, um, we, something we all already knew was coming. The final six episodes of the show yeah. are all going to be feature length. That's insane. So we're going to have. Length, they mean at least an hour and a half. At least. So we're talking feature length episodes of <laughs> the final are, six. Yeah. So everybody's like, uh, oh, there's only six episodes left. Yeah, but they're all going to be like movie length. They're, so They're going to be movies. They're going to be yeah. movies. Uh, the final oh. six parts are going to be epics. No shit. Jesus. Which I am so excited. Christ. Game of Thrones, um, I think definitively, you got to put it up there with like uh, the likes of Breaking Bad, The Sopranos. Oh. Uh, um, I would even if go not. back as so far as to say like Dallas as like greatest <laughs> TV drama epics. It's um, it, it's gonna it's gonna surpass all those by the time it ends because you, you know it's gonna it's gonna finish no matter how it ends it's gonna finish with a sweeping right. Yeah, they, I think they're in a unique position again in, in, in like in Breaking Bad sound. I'm sure some people would disagree with me, whereas it, I don't think it matters how it ends. I think no matter what they do to wrap it up, it's going to be very good. Yeah, I think, I think so too. I think Breaking Bad could have done anything short of like having like a pie thrown at the end of it. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, and it still would have been good because the, the ride there was incredible. I am not completely convinced that Clegane Bowl isn't going to happen. Clegane Bowl's going to happen. Clegane Bowl is totally good. They teased it. They <laughs> fucking teased it on the show. Clegane Bowl. <laughs> it's going to happen. Clegane Bowl confirmed. Get hype. Get hype. Get hype. The mountain versus the hound. Hashtag get hype. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, get well, hype. Get hype. All right, let's. Uh, what do we learn here? You know what? I didn't write a ton down here because we had such a really engaging conversation. So hmm. I'm gonna try to go back here and, and I, uh, I wrote points. down that Canfield High is where everyone is the mean girls. Yes, yes, Canfield. Um, I wrote down McDonald's will never be my real dad. <laughs> no, they won't. Uh, I wrote that Ben would blow Shigeru Miyamoto to play Metroid Prime. <laughs> I wrote that Hammy's a real mensch. Yeah, <laughs> a real mensch. I wrote, you got to take a class with Dr. Slab's dad. <laughs> yeah. Related, I wrote that reading is fundamental. Ah, look at that. I wrote, uh, mutual of Omaha's theme fits with any campaign ad that you might have, murderous or otherwise. It's true. I wrote that Christy is the originator of your entire tree of friend groups. It's true. It is true. I think I've told her that before. Yeah. It's a, she's like the, the catalyst of my uh, yeah. my sweeping she's, friendships. Her friendship I, is the patient zero of all, <laughs> of right? all of your friends. Yeah. Well, think about that. Technically speaking, she's the reason that I'm in, engaged right now because yeah, sure. I met Christy or yes. met you because of Christy. Yes. And then because of your ex, I yeah. met my... <clears throat> My girlfriend, fian, 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 uh, my financier. Your financier. <laughs> so, yeah. well, you're gonna get married to your financier. That's pretty cool, yeah. man. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Make some good investments. I, I wrote that high school is a literal sci-fi dystopia. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I wrote that you should you should do what you can uh, with what you can where you are. Mm -hmm. Good advice. Uh, I wrote you gotta get a plunger before you need it. Yeah. yeah. Amen to that, buddy. 
I, I wrote that uh, I really need to work on my drive. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know who's got a great golf swing? President George W. <laughs> Bush. Now watch his drive. Watch his drive. He does have a great swing. It's a it's a really good swing. I heard like uh, there was a thing like when the when uh, Trump got elected, they were talking about I, I can't. It was like on a morning news show. They had like some golf pro on, and they're like, "All right, which president?" Because he gol- he was like a, a golf tutor to you know Washington. He's like, "Which president had the best swing?" And he's like, "George W. Bush." Hands up. like that's a literal he's thing. Got a great swing. He, he has an excellent swing. It's powerful yeah. without being too tense. You could Which just, is important. Yeah, you could just yeah. tell he's got control over the ball. Yeah, it's incredible. It's a, it's a very confident swing. He doesn't. He doesn't do what a lot of us do and second guess himself halfway yeah. through the swing on the downstroke. Perfect. He just. It's it's very relaxed, but he doesn't lose any power because of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Perfect. We're talking about George Bush's golf swing. <laughs> True. This is a good table full of golfers here. So, yeah. uh, the last thing I learned is press X to murder Nazi with butter knife. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, again. So satisfying. <laughs> Anything yeah. else we have? I think that's it for me. Good. All right, guys. Uh, join us next week. Uh, ben is going to be hosting. That's right, Ben's episode. Yeah, we're going to get to hear yeah. some uh, some really good uh, factor bullshit. <laughs> that's right. Um, I've got a couple ideas. Yeah, yeah. what's going to take the cake? But. Uh, I really uh, a reality or bullshit. That's it. I'm really yeah. I'm really excited for reality or bullshit. Yeah, it's always a lot of fun. So yes, uh, join us next week. We'll be back, guys. All right. All right. See you in another week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, friends. Bye-bye.